0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. However, wherever, whenever you're listening, this is the Root for Wisconsin show, episode 94, coming at you from the Ming Your True Value and Riverwood Gallery Studio in De Pere, Wisconsin. I'm host producer Eric Fisher, the Big E. Joining me in the studio here is member of the Highway 22 crew, Sean Klosman. Sean, how you doing, buddy? Doing good. How are you? Fantastic. Little short staff this week. No Justin. No Ramsey. No secretary, Shauna. Just you and me. So Just us. we'll see. I guess we'll see how the ratings go. And right. when <laughs> you, me, and our moms listen to this, yeah, that'd be <laughs> and that's it. 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 We'll, we'll go from there. But anyway, as always, a couple things to kind of go through here before we get into the episode. First, got to thank our partners and talk about our partners. First, over at Monkey Knife Fight, play along with the contest. Find some Packers offense if you were looking to play those, ga- you know, those contests for the Packers and the, the Bills on Sunday. Probably would have gone. I probably would have. I probably would have lost. Think so. Well, oh, I, I would have probably... gone Dobbs, Jones, and Diggs.
1: Yeah, but that would have been two.
0: Yeah, but you gotta get at least two and a half. Yeah, get two and a half. Yeah, Jones didn't score. I don't think I would have gone Samari Torrey. No, no, I don't think anybody would have <laughs> gone that. And you can't do quarterbacks. So, anyway, playing along with the contest and. Put money in your pocket. Also, our friends over at repswarts.com code ROOT4, R-O-O-T, number four, code ROOT4, 15% off any order with that code word. And some new flavors coming out. New flavor for Halloween just released. They've got the Court Joy limited flavor. Go check it out. And they're staples of other great flavors as well. Next, we've got Fanatics over 300-plus powered stores. And that brings us to what we had rooted for, brought to you by Fanatics over 300-plus powered stores. Go to Fanatics, check it out, get your favorite team's gear, college football, hashtag college football frenzy, uh, NFL heating up, rep the Packers if you still want to, or like Shauna being a turncoat, she can get some Bills (laughs) Mafia gear. Whoever you want to get, it's there. NASCAR wraps up this weekend. Partner with NASCAR. Get your favorite driver in time for the championship race on Sunday, which is where Ramsey will be. Hopefully you can get some content out there in Phoenix. Check it out.
1: Again, that's Fanatics. And, Sean, what did you root for this last week? Uh, I'm, I think I rooted for Halloween. We had the Halloween party on Saturday, which was a lot of fun. We had uh, a bunch of people over and had a little bonfire. Burned a lot of wood. Drank a lot of beer. Had some good food. So, everything was good with that. Yeah, great. It was a really fun Saturday night. It was a nice night,
0: too. It was a gorgeous night. And, and we'll talk more about Halloween in Wisconsin here in a little bit. but. Yep uh i had and i this kills me a little bit inside i'm gonna be honest with you i i didn't want to do this and i didn't want to do this but john calipari coach of kentucky basketball made news and made the headlines but doing like the coolest thing ever and uh, major props to him where so they had like their their fan scrimmage day with you know showing off the players for the fans and usually that's like a either free or really cheap events, mm-hmm. but good for the, you know, bring the kids out. Um, you know, you don't have the, the game atmosphere, so it's not usually, you know, there's... I don't even know... Because a lot of college campuses don't want drinking at their games. Yeah. Some do, some don't.
1: Um, I think they had, like, a dunk... Just, like, pretty much a showcase, didn't they?
0: Right, exactly. So that's that's what exactly what it was. It's just, like, family night. Pretty much. Uh, basically a practice to get, you know, like I said, to kind of get the, the guys used to playing in the arena and then also... To, like you said showcase their their team. So they, um, think they do
1: dunk contests and everything. Yeah.
0: Well, where this is going is a coal miner uh, basically came straight from work, grabbed his kid and and took him to the the showcase, the practice, whatever. And coach Cal saw it and decided to give them season tickets for the year. Mm-hmm. Which is just a cool first of all a cool gesture on his part and also, you know, cool gesture for hard working family and getting them to get to go to games and you know, have that father son moment yeah. uh, with them as well. So, all in all, just a very cool thing, which, again, not a big Coach Calipari fan, but really awesome moment to kind of recognize his roots and and hardworking people out there instead of, you know, very easily, he very easily, he didn't have to do that.
1: No, I think they had hotels reaching out to him. Yep, to hotels, set, get set them him up and everything. Everything and exactly. that way. I so, think they had, so a car got offered. Yeah. From a dealership and everything that way. So, so that was a very cool, very cool thing to see. Very cool thing. So that is
0: my route for. But with the positives, we got, you know, we, very heartwarming story. We got to talk some negatives, too. Um, and my first one is going to be on the professional, what is it? the PAFL? Professional American Football
1: League? Yeah, the American Football League.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which, for those of you that don't know, uh, the National Football League, the NFL, the uh, Decided to go after the Pat McAfee show, and really the Pat McAfee show only for using logos in their their show, which you know logos and highlights, logos and highlights, and and whatnot. Can't have pause screens for screen grabs to break down plays, can't do any of that, which is really absurd. And why this is getting a noogie because the Pat McAfee show is paying four million dollars a year, or four plus million dollars a year. To have rights to the highlights, but in after week eight of this deal that they have, deciding well, no, can't do that.
1: Yeah, they've been paying a lot of money to, and just the exposure that McAfee gets, everything.
0: Well, and you know what? Anyway, we we have this show, we have our show, and I don't want to say that we in, are inspired by the Pat McAfee show. Mm-hmm. This is something that we've always wanted to do. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's our own thing at this point. But I mean, in a lot of ways. That's the beauty of podcasts, and where why Pat Mac the Pat McAfee show is so good, and such a big thing, is because it's not your traditional media, and just like this show, where we can say whatever we want, we can make dumb jokes about sports, we can have awful takes and say awful things, and and not have that traditional suit and tie media, like say you know ESPN or CBS have. Yeah, all um, the, all
1: those normal sports podcasts you see. So.
0: Instead of having the you know the suit and tie type show or whatever, it's a fun show and it allows them to get casual fans. But also, I mean, you look where that show goes; they get some of the top NFL players, including back-to-back MVP, four-time MVP, and Rogers is on every week. They get all this exposure to the league for our, and put it in a very presentable, common person breakdown and and that's their their response to that show just because it's not their traditional again suit and tie i mean the nfl literally has ian rapaport and tom palisero on the show all the time Mm -hmm. and that's nfl network people so i mean if it were me and granted you know they're you know they're good friends at this point with you know or seemingly anyway with ian rapaport and palisero but i'd kind of i wouldn't have them on anytime soon to be honest with you no i wouldn't either I'd, I'd find a different expert yeah. at this point. If that's the way that you're going to play ball, you know. Um, so that's one of my noogies. I've got a second noogie, too. Um, so our resident NASCAR experts, Justin Ramsey, aren't here. Uh, really, you know, we're, we're approaching the championship race coming up this weekend in Phoenix. However, this Martinsville race was the cutoff race to see who goes to the final four of that championship race and Christopher Bell got the win, so he puts himself in, he locks himself in. Joey Logano was already locked in. Chase Elliott already locked in, I think midway through the race. And then the final spot came down to Denny Hamlin and Rosh Chastain. Rosh Chastain the arguably the you know the kind of the darling of the season mm-hmm. where, you know, very untraditional approach to the season. Uh, not one of the power, you know, three basically. Yeah. Uh, to you know, not he's not with Hendrick, he's not with Gibbs, and he's not I don't even know how, I don't even say he's with he's not Stuart Haas, he's not, you know, all those top teams that can get the you know, the, the most exposure. He's on track house racing. Yep. And he got a couple wins this year and on the last lap he had to beat Denny Hanley he had to finish one place better than Then Denny Hamlin to advance to the final race. And he went video game mode. (laughs) For those of you who don't know what video game mode and just are kind of discovering what video game mode is, or if you haven't seen the clip, uh, basically he put the car in fifth gear, took his hands off the wheel at the short track of Martinsville, and let the bitch run against the wall and didn't use any brakes, and just put the pedal down so that he could...
1: I think he gained six spots in the last yep. tur- uh, turn and a half. Because um, pretty much you gotta you gotta break down to probably second gear coming around the corners at Martinsville, right? And I mean, you're, you're need- not usually getting into even like third or you're probably getting into fourth
0: down the straight. And then you're breaking, you know, you're shifting down to second. Mm-hmm. He let it open. He I think he hit like a top speed of 110, which isn't a whole lot. You know, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a half mile track. He did that in a quarter mile. Got up to 110. Had an 18-second lap. Yeah. Um, just riding the wall to get into. He passed any Hamlin with a couple hundred feet left. Got the spot, and first of all, the break that like if you can hear like the team audio of that, you know the radioactive clips of that is incredible.
1: It's hilarious. All the drivers are just like, holy shit. Did Did you see the the clip when they brought in a? Oh, what, what was the Tom Cruise movie? Uh, oh, Days yep. of Thunder. Days of Thun- They brought the Days of Thunder where you, nobody passes on the outside. Yes. Less, with the crew chief and everything. That was pretty cool. So, that's a, it was a very cool moment.
0: Probably one of the moves, one of the best moves I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, it was a very unexpected move. And a very risky move. Because, I mean, he, he was saying he wasn't even sure he was going to make around a cor- a, the one corner mm-hmm. uh, where he thought he was going to hit, like, the, the exit wall and the retaining wall. Um, so very risky, very, you know, and, and some of the, where I'm going with this and why it's noogie-worthy is some of the criticism that's happened since then. Now, Kyle Larson has been known for trying to go video game mode, too. And I was a little surprised to see him critiquing it. But at the same time, his main criticism is the safety, and right now with where these cars are, in this new car, I can see that to a degree. But at the same time, that's a guy trying to you know literally putting it all on the line to try to put himself in a championship race. So I don't hate it, and I, I think you know if I'm, other than the safety thing, I, you know there's there's people who want it to be outlawed because. Basically, because they didn't think of it first.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly, that's, and, that's the main thing.
0: And like I said, the the odds of it working in the first place are so slim, the way it is. So to outlaw it seems kind of stupid, anyway, in my book. Mm-hmm. But just kind of pe- people are hating on it. And I thought it was, I thought a, it was brilliant. And B, yes, very very risky, pr- very dangerous. But also, great payoff. But and I'm not gonna hate a guy for. Putting his car into fifth and mm-hmm. you know, if if that's the payoff. If that's what he wants to do, I mean that's that's his call. It's not like anybody told him he had to do it. So that's my personal and those are my
1: nuggies. I'm gonna just go off that a little bit. Um where was I gonna go? It that's a that's a team that's a brand new team that you're just trying to put on the map. And getting that car into the final four oh, absolutely. Is, is a major plus for that.
0: Team. Though you know, that's a team that you know, it, it combined Chip Ganassi Racing and another team. I can't remember who's the other Isn't, isn't part it of it? Jordan, is Isn't it the Jordan? No, that's, that's the 23xi. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I can't think of who else was on that team. But in, in short, you know, for a long time, one of the reasons that these, you know, the NASCAR has evolved to how it is with the playoff structure and the stage racing is because you had so many cars that would start and park. And what mm-hmm. that is for those of you who don't know is they would literally start the race, run 10-20 laps and then take their car to the infield. So you'd have a 43 car starting grid every week. And they'd run a few laps to get their, you know, to keep their car safe. They you know, they'd run like I said 10-20 laps and then uh, from there they would go park the car so they could take it to the next track and kind of hope for the best and then k- these outside teams are kind of, you know, at that point where NASCAR even got rid of the forty-three car field.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's what now 30, 38, 38
0: th- sometimes four. It de- kind of depends on the week, I believe. I'm not a hundred percent on that, but I think yeah, it's somewhere on there though. But it for them, they moved it away from the forty-three car field because you had you know, ten cars doing that anyway. So basically, hey, you've got to compete in these races if you want to keep mm-hmm. putting a car out um, and get the money. So. Awesome to see that. That was my nuggie or my two nuggies. Sean, what do you got?
1: Hmm. You you took my Pat McAfee one. Sorry, um, my bad. <laughs> it's kind of where I was gonna go, but uh, can I go Koi Walker? Just, sure. uh, yeah. Just, why not? I mean, we're gonna talk about him more later, but just the rookie move of just getting a little little heated and just was very uncalled for push that on the sideline you don't know what was said or anything that way but just uncalled for
0: yeah and you put yourself your team in a bad position too yeah. so you know you get yourself kicked out of the game devondre campbell goes down with injury not too long after that so you're down your top two starting linebackers and green bay and we'll talk a lot about green bay and the packers here Later in the episode, but Green Bay was in a great position, or potentially could have been in a great position to come back in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that those injury or that injury and in the the ejection definitely did quite a bit of of damage to that uh, comeback attempt. So
1: it it was it was a cool thing for the backup. What was it, Isaiah? Isaiah McDuffie. McDuffie. which he's from Buffalo. I don't right. know, and he had a lot of um, family at the game. I guess so. He got to play in front of his family, which was. Which would be pretty cool, but Oh for sure. Yeah, that's my noogie, Squay Walker. All
0: right. Yeah, I gotta make I gotta make one more noogie. All right, here we go. And we'll talk about this more too. It's fantasy
1: football. No, actually I had a great <laughs>
0: fantasy football week. Um Is I it Mike a, Evans? It's not Mike <laughs> Evans. Although he he could be um on most weeks. But anyway, no, my my third Noogie honestly is Packer fans right now. Oh, we're going to go there right away? Yeah, we're going to go there right away. And I don't like doing this, even though I do it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't want to have to do this. And it's not necessarily any of our listeners, although potential listeners, if I'm talking to you, if you're going to turn this off because of this, whatever, fuck you then. <laughs> Honestly, because <laughs> this show isn't for you. But I get... Being negative with this team right now, to, mm-hmm. to an element. Yep, I get being frustrated with a three and five team that was won the division in the last three years, that two years in a row was in the NFC Championship game, and that last year had a really unexpected bounce from playoffs in the second round. Not what you want, coming off another thirteen win te- thirteen win season. Yes, this sucks. I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat that at all. However. My noogie and where I'm, where I'm ultimately going with this, I am so sick of Packer fans, quote unquote fans, being so. And I said this what two weeks ago, I think, you, being so you, damn toxic. You said it from the I I, just, I don't. There's so many things I don't get complaining about, and and some of this is conversation worthy. Sure, mm-hmm. I mean we you, you can have a conversation. You know, so many people, you know, you get pissed at the quarterback because you know Aaron Rodgers faced the franchise. I get that to an element. He doesn't make it easy on himself. Yeah, he's the easy guy to hate. He's an easy guy to hate. But at the same time, this is a guy who still, you know, we saw it on Sunday, still has the arm talent, still has the accuracy to put a ball that, you know, that first touchdown of Dobbs, which Dobbs made an incredible catch. I'm not going to take away from Romeo Dobbs on that catch. The focus, the turnaround, all that made an incredible catch. But the guy who put the ball there... Only one or you know probably two or three humans alive right now could do that, and he's one of them. Mm-hmm. You put up with some of those, those headspace issues, the mental issues, the curmudgeony issues. You put up with that crap because that guy can do that when he wants to, and when he you know he has the time to do so. We saw it in the Samaria touched touchdown. Mason did a great job on the breakdown of this today. Uh, go to the Root for Wisconsin Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok pages to see the four plays of Springs breakdown. Another great route by Samari Torre. But Rodgers scrambled out. He looped back around because he had time to do so and delivered a dart 50 yards down the field for a touchdown. So, the the negativity, like I said, I get being upset. I get being being pissed, I get, you frustrated know, frustrated, I get all that, but when it gets to a point of, of, like, people on Twitter today with the NFL trade deadline, and we'll get to that more in the episode, but, like, the trade deadline, the Packers didn't make a move, and yeah, it sucks, it's frustrating, because on paper, you're like, oh, like, I won't, you know, we probably need another receiver, especially with Christian Watson getting hurt again, and not knowing the status of Sammy Watkins at any point, and, and Al Lazard not playing last week. I get, you know, wanting this, to, you know, see this happen. I get that the Packers never make the sexy move, and I've said that myself. But again, the just the immediate overreactions of Packer fans, like wanting to sell the, you know, the sell on the season and and sell on Aaron Rodgers' career and sell on all these guys because of a couple bad games. That I mean, yes, it, it's the are the Packers made a playoff team. I don't know. Probably not. The benefit of right now is, though, that the rest of the NFC kind of sucks. The like, rest of the NFL. <laughs> I mean, you got... You have a lot of aggressively average teams. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a path to get there, to be that 6 or 7 team. And Green Green Bay and Tampa Bay very well could find themselves at 6 and 7 and be two of the best 6 and 7 teams to ever get in the playoffs. 6, 7 seed teams to yeah. get out in the playoffs. That's not... That's not that much of a stretch. I mean, the Packers when they won the Super Bowl were four and ten. In 2014, the RELAX were on the table. They were four and six after ten games. So it's not a stretch to say that that's possible. That you can make a run, get hot when you need to, get some guys back and get them to 100, percent which is why I don't hate Christian Watson not playing up until this last week. The concussion sucks, but if you can save him, if you know, let him kind of heal on his own t- time with the soft tissue injury. I don't hate that, so, but to completely punt and and on the season when there's options out there, I mean, there's still Will Fuller, there's still OBJ, there's still options to go sign or, you know, people who are going to hit waivers. I mean, two years or yeah, two seasons ago now or three seasons ago now, the Packers picked up uh, defensive lineman like uh, Snacks Harrison.
1: Yeah. I think they got Whitney Merciless, too, at some... I think he... Yeah. Was that on I think that was
0: a waiver acquisition, too. So, there's time. There's moves that can still be made. Yes, the trade deadline gets all the attention because that's just how sports work. And really, credit to the NFL. Today was one of the best NFL trade deadlines ever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was exciting. And I think that's another part of Packer fans just getting lost in the moment because it was so exciting and... And a lot of Packer, Packer fans are Brewers fans, and the Brewers kind of punted at the deadline, too, and that was rough. So, I I get being frustrated with Wisconsin sports, but lots of overreactions, lots of toxic crap that doesn't need to be going around right now, either. So, that's that's my breakdown. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the Packers and really a, a lot of what I touched on. Um, a little bit deeper into the episode here, but... Yeah, that that's just kind of my immediate takeaways on the fan base and and the state of fans right now.
1: So I totally agree with you in in a lot of these cases. It just just wanting to sell every sell the farm to for what reason, so we go so we have these same issues next year and five years down the road, like who do who do we even want to compare? Do you want to compare it to the bears? Bears haven't been good. Really
0: he had the one playoff season with Khalil Mack in twenty seventeen.
1: Yeah, but other and than, double
0: doink. But and, other than that, I mean, yeah. If if you want to sell out, and you know, that's the other thing. I really, you know, because Packer fans today were okay. If you're not gonna buy and you're not gonna go get some of these other acquisitions, let's go get. Uh, or, you know, let's let's get rid of Aaron Jones. Let's get rid of David Bakhtiari. Let's get rid of Adrian Amos or um, Darnold Savage. Let's sell out on them. Like, why? I mean, yes, cap's gonna be an issue next year, year after that yet. You've gotta do some readjusting. And maybe some of these guys are a cap cut, but you know, if you're gonna bitch about the Packers not wanna get rid of draft picks for you know, to go make a trade, like for a chase chase Claypool or, you know, whatever the situation is, then don't say go sell the team. If you're gonna be on the side of you know, sell or sell your your current players for draft picks. I don't get Packer fans. Uh, they talk themselves in circles. Yep. Uh, so that's... that. Well, like I said, we'll talk more about but
1: that. The thing is we've been spoiled for the past 25 years.
0: Well, sure. And, and so that's, I... that's part of it, too. And the first time something goes wrong, everyone wants to jump ship and... And the world is melting, and we got to fire the front office. Everyone in the front office, we got to fire Myr- Mark Murphy. We got to fire Matt Lafleur. We got to fire Joe Barry, which I don't hate. I don't hate fire no, Joe Barry. I'm that, probably man. on par. I'm probably on the same page with that one. But if you're gonna sit here and, and be on team, you know, fire, fire Matt Lafleur because he's had one bad year. They were been 13 and three, 13 and three, 13 and four under his watch, and then again one bad year where they're not gonna go 13 and four. Or you know they in theory they could go twelve and five not gonna happen, but <laughs> it is it is technically within the realm of possibility they could still be a ten win team they could game. still be a ten win team make the playoffs and you're gonna again want to fire the guy calling for his job at that point. Just can't
1: get on board with that and I'm, I'm not not saying that this is actually gonna happen, but if they make a run and they do make the playoffs, what are all these people gonna say then they're not gonna they don't care they're, no I know they don't care, but it's just. What are? Why are we bitching now compared to if we go on a run and oh oh this is the best team we're so glad we didn't trade anybody didn't I knew we had the talent from the beginning Even until they lose in like championship game yeah.
0: oh this is why you go get people at the deadline and like we shut the fuck up right you know but anyway so a couple of things to talk about. first we gotta talk about our our what's weird Wisconsin story and we talked we said a couple of minutes ago we were gonna talk more about Halloween. Uh, first of all, I think Wisconsin or Halloween in the Midwest and in Wisconsin specifically is always kind of a a weird holiday. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, you have like three or four different ways to celebrate Halloween, and that, it makes it very interesting. Um, but the first story in our our what's weird Wisconsin story is AJ Dillon, yep, uh, Packers running back, Quad God, yep, this is a Quadzilla. very feel good story. Uh, stayed home on Halloween night last night, and as part of giving ki- uh, kids trick or treat candy, he's also giving out signed autograph uh, yep. cards of himself. Uh, so very. I think, I think of
1: other other athletes too. And other too. Te- teammates too. Teammates or opponents too, just all over the all over the place because he's a v- he's very big into the trading card collecting. And
0: Absolutely. So just making you know special memories for some of these kids who you know. You go to a house and you're not, you know. I'm sure these days almost everybody knows it's AJ Dillon's house. But, probably, but even but if you don't, you know, you're just going to a house and next thing you know, you get you're getting a candy bar, probably a full size candy bar too. I don't you know? think I'm, so. Assuming he's not cheaping out, you get like a full size candy bar and like an autographed. Just an autographed AJ card. Dillon card too. That's a hell of a stop. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about people. My mom. Had crappy Halloween candy for the first time ever, and I was really. I stopped up there last night. I went to go put my deer stand out. Shauna came with, which she did not love the woods at night. No. Well, we were all out there at dark. It wow. was dark, and we had a flashlight, but that was about it. She did not love going in the woods. She was very scared. Got to invest in one of those headlamps. I I I agree. Um. <laughs> anyway, but why this is really funny to me? Um. So we go there, and mom had. She had some of our, our cousins over, and she apparently she said she gave all the good stuff away, but there was not that much good stuff in the jar for everybody. I'm like, it's a good thing they don't get a whole lot of trick-or-treaters, because this is
1: nonsense. I don't think we ever had trick-or-treaters out of my house, besides probably you, you and your brother.
0: <laughs> but I, I was just so disappointed. I'm like, Mom, what the hell? Really? Unlike her. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, I'm not. Some people probably would have loved it. You know, I'm not. It was like Kit Kat, Snick, Snickers, Milky Way. Those those are awesome candies. I'm not. A, I'm not a Snickers fan. No. Not a milk. I'm not a Milky Way person. I like the Kit Kats, but my grandma, by comparison, who I don't think had any trick or treaters because I stopped up there after putting the deer stand out, she had Hershey's and Reese's. How do you not have Reese's on Halloween? Because it's expensive. Halloween candy's expensive. It is. I don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not hating on on. I, well, I guess I am hating on on Halloween candy as a whole. But you know, everyone always has a debate of of you know bad Halloween candy, good Halloween candy, best thing to give
1: away. Uh, what was your favorite? Did you have a favorite growing up? My my grandma always gave away freezies That really? was that was always one of my favorites. Really, always gave away freezies See and that's that's where that's interesting cuz you know where I'm kind of going with the whole
0: Wisconsin Halloween and Midwest Halloween's always really weird. First of all, you can't always get a great Halloween costume cuz you got to wear a jacket underneath it cuz it's usually snowing sometimes. This year was a this very was nice beautiful. weather. Well. But a lot of times it's snowing. So you have the jacket underneath the costume and your princess turns into a puffy princess or whatever. So you either put the co- the jacket under the costume and it distorts the whole costume, or you put it over and it's you're like why even wear it? hmm So then there's all the 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 booze part of Halloween. You've got the adults who go on the booze cruise and um you don't know, have the different, you know, little mini alcohol bottles or like what we did on Saturday where we had the bonfire and the
1: um you know, all you can basically all you can drink <laughs> and the jello shots and beer and whatnot. And then another another thing when you A lot of the places, or a lot of towns, every once in a while, a lot of places are going to. If you got your kids and everything, they usually have little little fireball, yeah, shots. One for the adults, one for the kids. Beer and everything that way for for the adults that are taking their kids trick or treating and and then there's, I
0: mean, colleges across the country really do the whole you know crazy drinking for Halloween Mm -hmm. um, with all the costumes for the college kids and stuff, which is also a blast, but. I think Wisconsin does that pretty well, you know? Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, it just, all in all, I mean, Halloween, but yeah, so, I mean, not to be too, too cliche, but, you know, we gotta do this. Best and worst Halloween candy. So your grandma had freezies, which, again, really, be, you know, odd to me. Why is that odd? Because it's usually fucking
1: snowing. So? You you should have seen all the kids so happy that they got freezies. I don't hate it. Because it's probably something that they don't get that often.
0: Well, and you're you know you you kind of think about it you know they they only sell them really a couple months a year so after like August you know you haven't had one in a few months. Yeah,
1: it's that's not, it's very true. Not a true. bad
0: idea. I don't hate the idea. I just like I said, just
1: a little like, oh really? Mm-hmm. So freezeies for you, number one. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put that as number one. But that was good Halloween memory. That was a good Halloween memory. My favorite was always is always Twix. I love getting Twix. Really? Yeah, that's one of my favorites.
0: I, I do enjoy Twix. Uh, they're, I think, I'd probably say Reese's is my favorite. Uh, very basic in that uh, mm. we did, we kind of talked to some of our different friends and Skittles was up there uh, mm. as a popular one for like the fruity kind of candy. Lots of Reese's though. Lots of very popular Reese's.
1: Um, my cousin Josh, shout out to him, said Dots. Nah, never liked those. That was, those always went to my parents or my mom. You know which one? Okay, so
0: we can talk about the best and the worst. Uh, I also like Almond Joy. I'm like the one. I love Almond Joy. I love love Almond Joy, too. But we're going to talk about the worst. And this is no offense against anybody i ever trick-or-treated at. Uh, I'm very grateful that I had people to give us Mm -hmm, candy or whatever. mm -hmm. Worst Halloween candies. Go. The peanut butter, like, black and orange wrapper. The peanut butter... Taffy like or whatever. Yeah, the, uh, the taffy. Not a fan. Anything black licorice. Twizzlers. I well, like Twizzlers, but like I, red it, Twizzlers. Yeah. It's got to be the peel, the peeled Twizzlers. Yes, but no, black licorice is like the dumbest. See, I like black licorice. Really? huh My grandpa used to have it all the time. So Fair enough. kind of got a... How do you feel about people giving away apples? That's a very cliche, yeah. like, hate on Halloween Apples, thing.
1: oranges, you know... I don't hate. I, remember,
0: I, I don't apples, but
1: I don't hate it. But where do you stand in candy corn? I never liked candy corn.
0: Yeah, I, I, I take or leave it. Like if I have a piece of a great. Shauna loves candy corn. I just mm. I don't. It is not a must buy for me. No.
1: I. It's okay. I mean, I'm not gonna seek it out. Or, or I would go anything. Anything dark chocolate. I don't. I can't, See, I like dark chocolate. I can't stand dark chocolate. Um. They're. We, Whenever When I used to ride the bus We'd always get a can of soda from the bus driver for Halloween
0: Not, You know when I've never or something something kind of cool You know everyone jokes about it But I don't think I ever experienced I don't think I ever got a toothbrush for Halloween I think I did Now that you say that Because everyone hates on that Like that's the first thing everybody Oh who's the asshole giving away a toothbrush Because you know Yes this is a candy holiday And you got the one asshole Ooh, Too much candy is bad for you why not? I mean, what's... I, what's I never got deal? one.
1: There's not really that big of a deal, I don't think. I didn't, Yeah, I don't think I ever got a toothbrush. It's a difference. You go to the dentist, to get a pay for a toothbrush, or you, you, you usually you, end up getting a toothbrush with your cleaning and everything, so...
0: Well, I think it's just like the principle of, I mean... Yeah, I, know. I get, you know, where some people, again, get, like, you know, salty about, like, yeah, this you know, don't ruin it. Raisins. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a... I'm like... I like raisins in things. I don't think I ever got raisins either, though. Like, again, that's a very commonly, like, hated on Halloween thing.
1: But by the... by the We started, you know, a few years, and you... By the time you were... You were eight, nine, you knew which houses were good to go to, and... Well, I think one now, of the benefits yeah. is... We,
0: I don't think we ever... Because, like, my brother and I, we didn't ever go, like, house to house or anything like that. Oh. We went to people that, like, my parents knew, mm-hmm. so... Like... We went to the creme de la creme of, of, you know, what they knew, and we spent a lot of time in the car on Halloween. Yeah. But um, we knew where we were going, so I think, you know, they kind of kind of saved the best, mm-hmm. or at the very least, kind of had it picked out for us already. Yeah. So I guess maybe I'm guess maybe i just spoiled in that capacity, but yeah, I never got raisins. I don't think I ever
1: got a toothbrush. I don't know. I haven't trick-or-treated in I don't know how long. So. We should do that next year we should have did the trunk or treat with shauna i I know that would have been so much fun put her
0: foot down and not let us go it's an event to the public but we couldn't go i don't i don't get it uh we'll have to do that next year yeah you me rams yeah we'll set up the route for wisconsin (laughs) the root for wisconsin (laughs) trunk or treat at Shauna's school that i'm not gonna no not gonna release the name of but we we could do it at your apartment no, I
1: want to go to her trunk or treat and cause <laughs> chaos. I don't uh, want to do it here. We don't have to do chaos. Well, no. Maybe Rachel. She wouldn't like you very much if you
0: you can head chaos. But I still want to go. Like I want to go to somebody else's trunk or treat. Uh huh. I don't want to host one. I don't. I think that's kind of a dumb idea. To be honest with you, I don't
1: get it. Just get a big friend group and.
0: I mean, <laughs> for you know, there's gonna be the people say who say no. Because you're, you know, 20, mm-hmm. in your late 20s. But there's going to be enough people who say, oh, that's fun. Right. If you get, like, one full-size candy bar out of the thing, like, that's...
1: <laughs> or a beer.
0: Yeah, or a beer. <laughs> that's all that... That's, that's a win.
1: Yep. That's totally a win. I think we should do that next year. That might be a good idea. Because it's on a Tuesday next year. Eh.
0: I said we do it. I said we we do the recording of the podcast and then we go trick or treating.
1: Or we do trick or treat first, then. No, we do the podcast at the Mm. trunk or treat. No, we're not doing trunk or treat. We're going trick or treating. We're doing podcasts while we trick or treat? Yes. Oh, we're going to this house. They got full size candy bars. (laughs) Yes. Maybe we'll Facebook live it instead.
0: We'll do a Facebook live episode. We're going to knock at any listens this week. No, no way. (laughs) All right. Anyway, so that's what's weird, Wisconsin. And Halloween as a whole and the Halloween stereotypical talk of podcasts and radio shows do every year. Got that out of the way. Fulfilled our podcasting duty. Yep. And with that, we can talk some more sports now. Yep, here we go. So, World Series tied up at one. That'll be on in here in a little bit. Um, Game three starts in just a little bit, I believe, they're Back in Philly now. Uh, Phillies took game one in exciting, crazy fashion. We're down 5-0, came back, tied the game, took the lead in the 10th, and then almost gave it right away. And a very, not controversial call, but the right, definitely the right call, but one that you don't see a whole lot, where Almadies Diaz like leaned into a pitch to try to draw the hit-by-pitch. Uh, 2-0 count, the ump. Ruled that he did not get out of the way, and then he leaned into it. So instead of awarding him first base, he just ruled it a ball. So it was a 3-0 count. Then Diaz swung at the 3-0 pitch, which probably would have been ball four, and missed. And then on 3-1, he swung again and grounded up to short and end the game. Hmm. So Game 3, uh, the Astros came out punt, uh, fight swinging on Game 2. Did not give up a 5-0 lead in Game 2. So Game 3 takes place tonight in Philadelphia after a one-day rain delay. Uh, so they took Sunday off for the travel day. Monday had the delay. So game three underway tonight. The Bucks in the NBA, you know, I I said, you know, the last two weeks, we're not going to talk Bucks because they're boring. Regular season doesn't matter. And the regular season still doesn't matter. Only undefeated team in basketball right now. I'm playing some damn good basketball. Um, be sure to check them out, you know, kind of get the early stuff out of the way. I mean, Chris Middleton's not playing, but... Uh, has been assigned to Wisconsin Herd to kind of start his season off and and kind of get back in game shape before he joins the Bucks. So be sure to check him out there if you you know if he does play a game or two in a, like a rehab stint or even just check him out.
1: Uh, or I uh, with and Milwaukee and cheers to your Lakers for finally getting their first win. Yeah,
0: the Lakers finally got a win, so they're on the board. Uh, Darvin Hamm, former Bucks assistant. Leading the way for the Lakers, LeBron James her, her Herculean effort in that win. Um, I hate Russell Westbrook. I really do. <laughs> I I cannot express enough how much I hate Russell Westbrook, especially being on the Lakers. But he you had, just he, called him what? Russell Westbrook. You do realize that, right? I I, I, I go to that <laughs> by default. That is what I call him, like by default. It's weird saying Westbrook. Yeah, Westbrook. Because then. Although he did have in the the one win, did have a very good game. He was plus eighteen, very very satisfied with that coming off the bench, but he is just awful, and I cannot stand him as a. Steve Laker. Steve Nash got fired today. Steve Nash did get fired today this
1: for. Imei Udoka.
0: Yes, and that controversial itself as well. Right, because with the, the allegations of because uh, he was going to be the Boston Celtics head coach, got suspended by the team because of a. Alleged, Allegedly. Allegedly, uh, sexual harassment within the organization to female staff members, I believe including, up to and including the vice president's wife or wife's sister or something like that. Something like that, I don't remember Um, what it was. not condoning that, but Brooklyn decided to technically trade for him, but the net, or the Celtics didn't request compensation, um... So very interesting on that front, but yeah, the Bucks <laughs> uh, underway. We were gonna. This was gonna be our what's with Wisconsin story if it wouldn't have been for the Halloween segment. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, the Bucks. If you go to the game on Saturday, they're hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Cluckery in Milwaukee, or Mequon. Mequon. Don't wanna. Yep. Don't wanna get in trouble here. Although they're not advertising with us, so fuck them too. But <laughs> um, the Cluckery in Mequon is. Potentially going to give away chicken tenders for free. If a member of the Thunder goes over for two from the free throw line, so they miss that first free throw. If you're at the Bucks game, take your ticket it, you know, start cheering loud, hopefully miss that second one. Then take your ticket in for some free chicken tenders at the Cluckery in Mequon. Yep. No free ads though, so that's nope. that's the end of their mention. So here. you gotta sponsor us, no? Yeah. What's up, Cluckery? How you doing? Uh, so that's I guess that's enough re- reason for me to be excited about the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Potentially, you know, get some free chicken tenders on Saturday if you're not doing anything. Head down to Milwaukee. Tickets are I'm guessing pretty cheap because the regular season so? is awful. It's
1: uh, pretty early, so yeah, very okay.
0: early in the season. Uh, according to the game time app, uh, Bucks tickets for Saturday. Well, for tomorrow's game, or tonight's game, I should say, they're as low as $4 against the Pistons. As for Sunday, if you're looking for two tickets, uh, for section 214, row 13, $16 could see in the door per ticket.
1: Oh, per Not ticket. counting
0: fees. Uh, with fees, ends up being, like, for two tickets, $58 total. So your two tickets for 32 and whatever that it works out to. Yeah. But not still a little, not bad. Not bad for a professional sporting event, mm-hmm. um, and potentially for contenders. So I've never, been, I've never
1: went to a Bucks game at the new. I have not been in the new arena for a Bucks game either. I don't think. Yeah, we went for SmackDown last year, right? A house show, not a house, house show. Yeah, that's right. Um, house show. That was the
0: first time I've ever been in Five Serve. Mm-hmm. I've not been to a Bucks game there, and, and you know what the funny thing is? I don't. I never planned on going to one at the Bradley, and every I went to the I think three. And every time I went there, I was like, yep, never going back there again. And then I would go back.
1: I mm-hmm.
0: went to a Bucks raptors game, the first, the initial uh, Point Giannis run. When the Bucks were so far out of it, they just decided, "Hey, let's just give Giannis the ball and see what happens. And he had like, yep. that, that streak of triple doubles. I was at the Bucks raptors um, 2016, I went to Bucks cavs in the 16-17 season, so the Lakers were the defending champ, or not the Lakers, the Cavs were the defending champs, um, with LeBron and Kyrie and Kevin Love versus uh, Cash Middleton and Giannis. So that was a fun game, and then I think I went Bucks Pacers in the last year at the Bradley Center,
1: yeah.
0: and I think the I think I saw one Bucks win. In probably.
1: The, oh, so what you're saying is you're the jinx?
0: No, because I went to the <laughs> when I went to the Cavs game, I was wearing Cavs gear, so I wasn't upset. Oh, of course you were. Call it a win. So I was two and Still one. Still not a win. It's a win for me. I was I was, my team won. I had my cat. Well, actually, no, because I had you, you probably had shirt, a Cavs shirt and a Bucks, Bucks hat. hat. Yep. No one knew. I did. That's exactly what I did. So, am <laughs> I that predictable? Yeah, you are. I don't hate it. It <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> All right. So that's, I guess, if you're going to, like I said, that's your Bucks take. Uh, Badgers back in action after their bye. Hosting Maryland this week. Now, uh Vailoa's brother is going to play for the Terrapins this weekend. What's his name? Talia? I'm not sure. I have no idea. You're not going to try to say it? I, I, try, I did just try. That's <laughs> Justin's probably pissed off when he's listening to this. Probably. Um he's probably oh it's this and this Tunk of Iloa. Uh, okay Justin, well hop on, <laughs> you know? But um he is going to be the starting quarterback. The Terrapins at six and two or I think they're six and two. I would have better double check, but yeah, probably they're six and two or five and three. Very good on in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh versus the four and four Badgers. The Badgers are the favorite in the game though. Which mm-hmm. is very surprising to me. Then they're a heavy favorite too at home. Um
1: yeah. So
0: Badgers at home? Badgers are at home. It's at Camp Randall. Tickets still available for that one as well. Uh if you're interested in going to that game, according to the Game Time app, get in the door for twenty one dollars. Plus fees. That's not bad. So be sure to check that out if you want to as well. And it's the upper section, but still not bad. Bucks or Badger Games are a blast. So Head down to Camp Randall if you're heading that way too. Uh, early kick this week. That'll be an 11 o'clock game Saturday afternoon or mid afternoon, early morning, mid afternoon. Badgers a five point favorite against the Terrapins, the six and two Terrapins, the four and four Badgers. Okay. Who'd Terrapins play this year? They played a fairly decent schedule, or ah, uh, that's a good question. So Maryland coming into this game, uh, they beat Buffalo.
1: Wow. What a catch,
0: Castellanos. First pitch of the World Series, Game Three, sliding catch to Rob Altuve, the opening base hit. Uh, so Maryland had beaten Buffalo. They've beaten Charlotte, which I didn't even know there was a University of Charlotte. <laughs> um, they beat SMU. They lost to Michigan, uh, but I believe they covered that game if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, because it was a, that was a pretty good game. Uh, Thirty-four they
0: should, they twenty-seven. Almost won. They beat Michigan State. They lost to Purdue by two. They beat Indiana, and they squeaked by Northwestern, uh, 31-24 this last week. Or, no, they had the the bye week this week, too. So uh, their last action, they squeaked by actually three really close wins in a row. 31-29 loss to Purdue, a 38-33 win over Indiana, and a 31-24
1: win over Northwestern. You talking about... Their schedule reminded me of I had another noogie that i f- had forgotten about. What do you got, Michigan State? Oh, with the, yes. with the big brawl. Which, yes. Okay. This has got to be one of those stupidest things in sports. Why would you have this? The opposing teams come down the same tunnel. Well, it's just like the Packers and Buffalo. Yes, I know. That's what kind. Of, that makes no sense. Yes. But, no sense. That was after the game. Correct? Yes, that was after the game, and the ones with the Packers and Buffalo was at the start of the game. Right. Yeah, I don't get that for a
0: second. No, there. I just you're asking for trouble, especially mm-hmm. if it's a heated game, you know, rivalry yes, game like that. The
1: rivalry game, exactly. The fact
0: that that doesn't happen more is actually probably more surprising than yes.
1: than the fact that it happened in the first place. Yep, I agree with you. So, I'm sorry, I just had a no, little you're good little tant- that reminded me of it because <laughs> I knew I, I knew I had another one, but I couldn't remember what it was. And you mentioned a Michigan State, reminded me of it. So, so yeah, Badgers,
0: I I think they're in a good spot. Um, you know. Potentially get above 500 for the first time all year. Very big win coming up, hopefully. Um, hoping so. We'll talk more. We'll break that down in our pick segment a little bit more. But Badgers back in action this week. Uh, kind of looking across the, at the other side of the of the coin, though, with college sports. Uh, first, we got. we well, we'll talk about that later. Um, but while we're talking about college sports kind of getting underway, uh, college basketball, as we kind of referred to with the, Ca- the Calipari story, Getting underway, Green Bay Phoenix action that I'm taking part of uh, with the radio broadcast as the producer uh, got underway last week. Very excited about that. Uh, two more exhibition games, one for each team. Women are in action on thir- or Wednesday night, so tonight as you're listening to this, hopefully. And then the men on Thursday night, both games at home, I believe. Michigan Tech for both teams uh, to get one last tune-up before the season starts. Uh, Badgers also posting some in-state team. I believe they played Eau Claire for their tune-up game. Mm. I'm not sure if they have another one coming up or not. Let me just kind of look into that here. But college basketball getting underway is always great too. Yeah. Uh, the early see- I think college basketball does a very good job of, you know, mixing in enough big games to matter Where and also getting, like, tune-ups for, like, the big schools. Because, you know, Wisconsin's going to play Eau Claire they're going to play. I'm just trying to find their their schedule here. But for every time that they play, like in Eau Claire, they've also got the uh, Big Ten ACC Challenge. Yep. They've got the. Um, the thing at American Am Fan Am Fam, Fam. Fam. Fam.
1: The Bruce City Battle, I yeah, believe. Yeah, some, something like that. Which is. A, I know we talked about this before, but. Um, are, are that going to be a yearly thing? No? I think or? the hope is that it's going to be. Um,
0: but they have not it'd announced be kinda, it It'd be kind of cool to
1: do Madison against Milwaukee. Like, if you could... This this might be stupid, but, like, if you could get a basketball court put in Camp Randall or something... Oh, yeah, for to, sure. And then do Milwaukee against Madison or something like that. You well, know what you know? could
0: do, if you really want to... And I'd be curious on how the scheduling of it would break down. But what you could do is have... Like you're two you know you have four division one teams in the state mm-hmm. right and you could kind of rotate who plays who on a year-by-year basis like you could have and you don't even have to have like Green Bay versus Milwaukee and Wisconsin versus Marquette you could have Marquette play um, Green Bay or have Marquette play Milwaukee there and then have Wisconsin versus Green Bay or have Green Bay versus Marquette and whatever you could even have the the one-off Milwaukee Green Bay have that early conference game mm-hmm or just play three times that year. I mean, I'm, not sure, I'm sure no team would be too upset about no. that if Wisconsin... Or do, or
1: do the exhibition game there.
0: Sure. I mean, yeah, some, any event. Something
1: like that. Be...
0: But uh, I, Wisconsin does not have their exhibition games on their website, but they will be back in action on next Monday against South Dakota. So maybe they're only playing the one against Eau Claire.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, but just kind of a fun time, you know. But for kind of what I was talking about... How college basketball does the scheduling. They've got November 7th against South Dakota, which you'd hope is a big win. You'd hope so. But then later that week is the showcase at AmFam against Stanford. Then they host Green Bay. Then they're going to the week of Thanksgiving, the battle for Atlanta. So they'll play Dayton. Then either Kansas or NC State. And then a game on Friday, which is to be determined. So some big opponents. The Big Ten ACC Challenge. You've got Wake Forest this year. Then you play Marquette, and then you're actually already in a conference play for two games of Maryland and Iowa. And you take a little break against Lehigh and Grambling State, Western Michigan, and then you're back in a conference play to start the year. So college basketball does a very good job of, you know, you've got always, like, the Dickie V Classic. You've got, um, remember when they used to play, like, on a an aircraft carrier? You've I, think, got...
1: I think they do that do that still. Okay, I think so, at least. That was in Mau- Maui or something like that, wasn't it?
0: Well, there's the Maui Jim Maui Tournament, which is always around the Thanksgiving time, mm-hmm. like the Battle for Atlantis. And uh, Green Bay, the Green Bay men are going to... Um, they're going elsewhere, too. Where the hell are they going? I
1: don't know. This this is your expertise here with UWGB. I you you do produce a lot of the game. <laughs> yeah, I know I do. Well, I'm in the studio, so I don't to travel, so I don't
0: have to make my, my travel plans. But I believe they're going to the Dominican Republic, I believe, or somewhere in that, that ballpark. Mm-hmm. This is going to piss me off. i am got to pull it up. <laughs> they are going to the Jamaica, Jersey Mike's Jamaican Classic.
1: Jamaican Classic. In Montego
0: Bay, Jamaica. That was going to piss me off. That'd be a fun that. trip. Uh, and then while we're talking about it, I mean, because the women always play, I believe they were in Las Vegas last year. Uh, so pull up what they're doing for their tournament or their preseason tournament, if you, for lack of a better term. Um, they are doing the St. Pete's Showcase, where they'll play Florida and Northeastern in St. Petersburg, Florida. Nice. So as always like I said just kind of a blast of a good time to be a basketball fan and college basketball as in particular um so that's college action which ultimately does back to the Packers and uh Packers did cover this week against the Bills but I think more than that for me anyway this was the first time since week two that actually felt positive coming out of the game yeah yes i hate the fact that they lost yes you know you can argue that green bay actually was a lot closer than that 10 points was you know if you get the tanyan touchdown that's a four point turn there so instead of being 27 17 it's 27 21 you can make that argument you know you make that field goal at the end that's 27 24, or you know, even if you instead of going for two or you know, still going for a fourth down, you take the points in that uh, right before halftime, I believe. I think so, yeah. So you take the points there if the game's a little bit closer, that's 27 24, and then you've got the ball at the end of the game to potentially kick that game or game tying field goal. So a couple breaks go your way, and then maybe if you have Quay Walker still on the field, and. I think I think that hurt that hurt a lot. And Christian Watson going down with a concussion on his first play, which got to feel bad for the guy. You know, I I know fans are so quick to jump on a guy who's missed so much time, and especially in the rookie year, a guy that you traded up for. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the hamstring injury sucks. You know, because it's just a muscle. In, you know, I shouldn't say it's just muscle injury, but it's just a muscle injury, right? It's it's one of those where you can't. It's not like you can see the effect of it and how much that limits him. But for a guy who is so Fast, like for that to limit the guy, you know, you've got to get him fully healthy. Because all you're going to do, if you have him play at eighty percent, you know, he possibly hurts it worse. He doesn't ever fully recover. You got to just kind of let him work it back. Concussion, you can't give a shit about a concussion. No. Like that yeah. was a helmet to helmet hit that didn't get called, but it was yeah. a helmet to helmet hit, and and he, he, that's every not everyone's going to be concussed from that, but there's nothing.
1: Yeah. There's nothing there's no do.
0: toughness element, there's nothing that you can do when you take a helmet to the dome by an NFL player. And
1: he it looked like they wanted to get him like going at well, the start of the game before the that thing. did Le, happen. LaFleur had talked about and that's one of the reasons
0: that they kind of had a bad second quarter, was that he had a big role in the gameplay game plan. So when you lose a big focus of your game plan You've got to kind of adjust in the fly, and credit to the Packers for that matter, for Samari Torre uh, kind of squeaking his way in and, and kind of showcasing. Aaron Rodgers uh, was quoted this week of telling Torre that two weeks ago, he said, you're too good to be a healthy scratch every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rodgers kind of alluded to that last week, actually, after the game, where he had, or maybe on Pat McAfee show last week, where he had mentioned that there's guys who could contribute that aren't playing yet. Yes. Or aren't getting as many snaps. And Samari Torre catches the touchdown. He had a big catch last week too. Um had that target where it wasn't complete right before the play before the touchdown actually. Mm-hmm. Would've been a first down that he he dropped, but um made up for it really quick right away too. So you figure that you had the amazing catch by Dobbs. You've kinda got stuff going in the right direction. The offense, you know, Rogers was rolling out and kind of kinda of looking like vintage Rogers, the the command was there, the accuracy was there, the arm strength with the accuracy. All of it was there. The defense kind of tightened up the screws. Two picks, uh Jair and Rasul Douglas had interceptions. Not that they I guess, you know, you kinda you could argue that in the this, this scope of the game they really didn't matter given what the score was, and maybe, you know, Buffalo did pull off the pedal a little bit, but Buffalo's also not a team, you know, if you watch them all year long, they're not a team to pull off the gas
1: either. No, exactly. That's so, the other thing. Green I, Green Man made plays. Yeah, I th- I think they made a lot lot of plays that really didn't get noticed since they actually ended up losing. But
0: one thing I think with this win, or this loss, I should say, but there's no such thing as a moral victory. But again, I said earlier, this is the first time you feel positive about this team. You know, mm-hmm. there's a spark that you can see. Things are finally starting to click, and maybe it's too little, too late. You hope that's not the case, but maybe it's too little, too late anyway. But there's finally things to build on. You know, guys kind of finally starting to get right from the London trip. Guys kind of falling into roles of what they're going to be. And, yes, you've had some underperforming players this season by some of your guys that you expect to be on the top level. But you kind of figure out a formula for what your identity can be. You know, you get 200 total yards out of Aaron Jones against a great defense, by the Mm -hmm. way. This isn't like a slouch. No, Defense, one of the top defenses in the league statistically in just about every category.
1: Well, you just look at it this way: they beat Buffalo in everything. Yeah, yards, yard, yard of possession. I mean, except
0: score. wise
1: Except score. And that's the best team in the league that everybody expecting to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and
0: absolutely. And, and you said it best. I mean, that's that is a great team. That I mean, aside from the score, you you competed with in just about every element i feel pretty positive about that yeah i do i do too and i think i mean we'll talk more about it in our pick segment coming up here in a little bit but packers a three and a half point favor against detroit detroit did just trade away probably their best offensive weapon tj hawkinson
1: no i think one of their best yeah anyway. one of the, one of their best i wouldn't say their best but.
0: which leads us to our next point here uh so, I, you know, Packers did lose. Uh, no moves at the trade deadline. I think that shocked quite a few people. And myself included. I kind of thought that they were going to make a splash uh, in some capacity, whether that be offensive line help or wide receiver. Ever, You know, everybody and their brother wanted a wide receiver, especially, you know, after Kadarius. Tony gets traded last week. And, and you know, you wake up, and depending on when you were kind of getting around, you're starting your day. Uh, Chase Claypool gets traded to Chicago. And and the Vikings go get TJ Hawkinson from Detroit. And, you know, you see some of these weapons that got traded last week and and Christian McCaffrey, not that you're ever going to be on Christian McCaffrey, but you see some of these weapons going to teams and looking, you know, teams looking to build on and you're just not in that place right now. But at the same time, and I know we talked about this throughout today as well, I think there's a lot of teams overspending right now too. I don't think Chase Claypool is a second round, worth a second-round pick. No, there's no... And, I, and Green Bay offered a second-round pick for that matter, too. They offered no. the second-round pick. Uh, the Bears offered a second-round pick as well. And the uh, Steelers ultimately believed that the second-round pick coming from Chicago was going to be a better value for them.
1: Which makes sense.
0: So if you're Green Bay, I mean, you have to basically answer with, hey, we'll give you, give you a number one. Chase Claypool, sure, shit isn't a number one pick. No, no. Especially, you know, if, if things do kind of fall apart the season... You're kind of hoping for a, a top fifteen pick if that's the way that they're gonna, you know, if that's the way things are gonna break down. That's the one silver lining. Mm-hmm. You're hoping for a, a fifteen, even your top, later top twenty pick for sure. So, if you know if that's kind of how your things are gonna shake out, you're not gonna trade that for Chase Claypool.
1: And I and I think the Vikings gave up a lot to get DJ Hawkinson.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and not the Green Bay needed a tight end. That's four. Four picks they gave up. Four right. picks, yeah. Um, the, uh, so lots of trade. You know, today, really the most entertaining NFL trade deadline in quite some time, real probably ever. Uh, uh, what Schefter tweeted out like a, a record amount ten, of trades for ten today. Deal,
1: ten deals, I think, got made today at the tra- at the deadline.
0: So trade deadline closed at three p.m. Uh, kind of started the morning with the T.J. Hawkinson trade. Big blast from Bryce Harper in the World Series.
1: What uh, a shot 2-0. And a Hang hanging slider.
0: McCullers got just taken yard MVP MVP Philly looks fun right now. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um Philly would be fun right now. If Eagles oh, I'm are sure. Eagles
1: are good, the freaking Phillies are in the World Series.
0: Yeah, that what a shot. I love Bryce Harper. Yeah. Unpopular opinion probably, but anyway, back to back. So you wake up this morning, TJ Hawkinson gets dealt to uh minnesota which very surprising because usually you don't see a lot of trading in division especially Mm. in season but the jet or the lions and the vikings did make a draft day deal as well so maybe you got some connections some friendship built there then you see chase Claypool going to chicago i i don't get that trade for anybody no i mean i I get it for the Steelers. yeah you get rid of a, a problem guy in your locker room allegedly and who you get a second round pick I probably have higher second round pick but that's just I don't I mean I get it but at the same time it's just like why why it, does Chicago yeah, want yeah, Chase why, Claypool yeah, for exactly. a year and a half it's not you know it's not like you're knocking on the door anytime soon with Chicago right now so just my personal opinion
1: didn't make a whole lot of sense there no for being um, a, for being on a- I should a bottom bottom ten team to, to make a trade for a guy like that. I, I don't know. It doesn't make it really. I mean, doesn't. unless
0: I think that gets them over the hump to get to that seven or six seed I mean, they're three and
1: five too, just like Green Bay. I, is, I suppose and Fields and, is, Fields has been pretty hot, but he's I, been streaky this year. So
0: I I just I don't I don't see that one. Uh, a couple other bigger trades: Bradley Chubb going to Miami. Miami really going all in this year. Uh, They send Chase Edmonds back to Denver in a few draft picks, but Bradley Chubb to sure up that defense a little bit more. Great move by the Dolphins. Uh, I believe they also traded for Jeff Wilson as well.
1: From the Niners?
0: From the Niners after the Christian McCaffrey trade. So a couple moves being made in Miami
1: uh the jets acquire or the jets traded out a fourth round fourth or, or a conditional fifth round pick that could become a fourth round for um Jonathan martin is that the one you're going with no or? I'm
0: thinking of the cornerback they traded out um mm, that one yeah. I,
1: that one i didn't see but i seen they made a defensive line trade. So um,
0: quite a few did, uh, deals. I I think really I think the biggest one is going to be both the Hawkinson to uh, Miami or to Minnesota, excuse me, and the Dolphins getting Jeff Wilson and Bradley Chubb. That is a dangerous team. And then of course the Christian McCaffrey
1: trade I, that was made last week. I think one that's under the radar that a lot of, that happened. I think it happened over the weekend, but the Robert Quinn to the Eagles. Yeah, that's that, a that big one. I think too. that's a sneaky one that might. Might give the Eagles the push that they need to get the NFC. But. Uh, William Jackson went to the Steelers. So that had occurred,
0: I believe... That was the next trade that happened today. Oh, Ro- Baltimore got Roquan Smith, too? Yeah, that happened uh, yesterday, I believe. I didn't see that one. Uh, I think the, the weirdest trade of the day goes to the Jaguars, who went and acquired Calvin Ridley, the suspended Calvin Ridley um from the falcons for a conditional pick ranging from second round to sixth round which ridley so here's the kind of the the oddity of this story ridley caught his last pass from the falcons on october 24th 2021 he took some time off mentally took the rest of the season off and then got busted for gambling where he's suspended for this full season and indefinitely after this full season um ironically the game that he like in part bet on was the Jags to cover against the Falcons last year <laughs> so he is going to uh Jacksonville and a pick of some condition is going yeah. to Atlanta depending on how the contract situation and when Ridley would end up playing uh, we talked about the Chase Claypool trade the T.J. Hawkinson trade Another great fantasy football trade or fantasy football impact trade. The Bills get Naheem Hines and they get rid, they trade uh, they acquire Naheem Hines from the Colts for Zach Moss and 2023 conditional 6th round pick. That's a fleece job in and of itself too because that's a guy Naheem Hines who a I mean a he just again fantasy football wise has a big impact going to a team where he's probably going to be the future back instead of sitting behind Jonathan Taylor.
1: You think he's going to be the future back though?
0: Devin Singletary sure looked good on Sunday night. At the very least, he's going to be the pass catching back. Like I said, that's a big fantasy football but, impact. But
1: it, i don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you with that. Because I, I—I really liked the rookie, Dalvin Cook's brother, James Cook. Sure. He—he played. I thought he—he he played pretty good on Sunday night.
0: But what I will also say, just kind of going with that though. This is a guy who did start over Jonathan Taylor for that rookie year for Jonathan yes, Taylor. Yes, very true. And Jonathan Taylor, granted, had a lot of miles um, put on him at Wisconsin, but he did start over him for the majority of that first season until Jonathan Taylor just couldn't be denied anymore. But Naheem Hines is a great run- or a good running back. Um, so, good fit for them. You mentioned Roquan Smith trade. Yeah, they see um,
1: Deion Jones... To Cleveland from Atlanta. I see that one? No. We
0: talked about Kadarius Tony already, where that where he goes to the Chiefs from the Giants. Uh, Robert Quinn went to the the Eagles from the Bears. And Christian McCaffrey I, I think the the big one's gonna be the Christian McCaffrey
1: one. Yeah, and he looked he looked really good. Somewhere. Four
0: t- total t- or four total touchdowns? Three, three total touchdowns. Yeah, the hat trick, the touchdown yep. hat trick. Passing touchdown, receiving touchdown, and rushing touchdown. First, First. time since two thousand Five, I think it was f- two thousand five. Was that I has occurred? Who was it? Was it LT? That's my guess. Is that, that I, I, my I don't think
1: I saw who it was, but let me. I think it, I'm thinking it was him or Priest Holmes, because that one sounds sounds like it could be too.
0: So I don't remember Priest Holmes throwing the ball much, though. I remember LT doing hmm. it.
1: I remember LT doing it a lot, but I feel like LT was oh eight oh nine. I don't know if it was two thousand. Oh no, he was mu- he was a lot earlier than that. No, yeah, I, I know that, but that's kind of where I feel like LT would be. But like,
0: let's know. take a look, see if the NFL or but the yeah. PAFL PAFL yeah, the PAFL has that breakdown here.
1: But I mean, putting putting McCaffrey in the 49ers' offense, I think is and given Kyle Shanahan. That piece to work with is that is gonna... such a Kyle Shanahan fit too. Exactly. Like that, exactly. It's borderline ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That that and I don't, I don't think they gave up as much as they should have. I really don't.
0: You know, when he first got traded, I really kind of thought that they gave up too much. I didn't realize the year that he was having in Carolina on a very shitty Carolina team. Um. And for him to, to do that, yeah, it was LT by the way. It
1: was LT. Uh, it's okay. the
0: fourth ever to do it, first since LT in '05, David Patton in 2001, and Walter Payton in 1979.
1: Who's David Patton? I have no idea. I've <laughs> never heard that name before.
0: But he he did it in 19 or 2001,
1: so good okay. for him. <laughs> but it's probably one of those guys that had a really good game and then fell off. Fell off the face of the earth. It's like for every, you know, you think about like like random records, right? It's like, um... uh, who's the guy from the Patriots, Jonas Gray? Yeah, right? wasn't wasn't that the guy he had 260 yards or something like that in one game, and then had fifty the rest of the year? But I'm thinking of like you
0: know for every every time there's like a. You know, you think of, like, the passing touchdowns, right? Or, like, the pa- like a single-game passing record. You have Aaron Rodgers. Guys who have thrown six touchdowns or whatever. Mm. You've got, like, All. Aaron Rodgers. You've got, like, Brett Favre. I don't think he had that many, but I'm just throwing names out. You've got Tom Brady. You've got that. You've got, like, Matt Flynn. Yeah, who Matt Flynn. Who started, like, five games ever. Mm-hmm. David Patton. Uh, may he rest in peace. He passed away last year. Mm. Um, he was... A pro football wide receiver, for
1: oh, he's a wide receiver. Even he wasn't even a running back.
0: Yeah, he initially started his pro football career in the Arena Football League, playing for the Albany Firebirds in 1996. Uh, he played at Western Carolina, hmm. and he played for the Albany Firebirds, then the Giants from 90, or the New York Giants from 97 to 99, Cleveland Browns in 2000, the Patriots 01 to 04 the Redskins from 05 to 06, the Saints from 07 to 08, and then was an off-season or practice squad member of the Browns in 09 and the Patriots in 2010. So he was on those Patriot teams that won Super Bowls. Who? Oh. Uh, so he is a three-time Super Bowl champion. Was. May he rest in peace. Uh, died in a vehicle ac- three-vehicle accident in Columbia, South Carolina, age 47, while riding a motorcycle. Uh, he traveled left off the center line, collided with a sedan, which later collided into another vehicle. Hmm. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Yep. David Patton, one of the touchdown hat-trick members. Shout out to him, though. Yep. I'm trying to see what he did with the Patriots. If He was, but he caught a touchdown pass from Drew Brees in the AFC Championship game and then caught a touchdown in Tom Brady's first Super Bowl win against the Rams. them two, Drew Drew Brees? Drew Bledsoe, sorry. <laughs> I, <was gonna laughs> I saw Drew B and my brain yep, filled yep, in the rest. Yep, okay. Uh, 2002, he started 14 of 16 games, including a career-high 61 receptions for 825 or 824 yards, five touchdowns. Um, 2003, he started the first game, five games on IR. No, before he went on IR. In 04, he started 11 of 16 games, recorded 44 catches for 800 yards, seven touchdowns, and his third win, his third Super Bowl ring, as a member of the... Or of the Patriots over the Philadelphia Eagles, after the '04 season, he signed a five-year, thirteen million dollar contract with the Redskins, uh, which he obviously never lived up to. But that's when he did have his his touchdown. No, '01. Yeah. So yeah,
1: you said '01. It was
0: with the Patriots. I got confused. Yeah,
1: one. But yep.
0: so, David Patton, everybody. Yep. <laughs> um, we're talking about the trade deadline.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> we were talking about. Which so I, I I think that trade made the 49ers... Probably one of the teams to beat. Oh, for e- sure. E- even though the Seattle Seahawks are leading that division. Yeah, it's baffling. Which I'd... doesn't make sense. But but... You know
0: what doesn't make sense to me? Is the fact that the, Se- the there's four conferences in the NFC. Yep. The Seahawks and the Falcons are leading divisions right now. Yep. The Falcons are leading a division that has Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, has the Saints in it who are just always offensively Going a million miles an hour, even with Andy Dalton Jameis Winston at the helm.
1: Yeah, Red Rocket Andy Dalton.
0: Who's been revitalized in New Orleans for some reason. He has. And then, I mean, Carolina, which... Is a dumpster fire. Yeah. So, yeah, the Falcons leading that division. You've got the Seahawks leading a division that has the Cardinals, has the Rams, and has the 49ers. You're defending Super Bowl champions. Yep. Just baffling times in the NFL. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But where this all ties back to, Packers did not make a move. No. Some Packer fans really upset the Packers didn't sell. Some Packer fans upset the Packers didn't buy. A lot of people upset just in general that the Packers didn't do anything. Um, What say Sean? What does Sean say sitting here November 1st at
1: 7.36 p.m.? I do think they should have gotten something, but... I don't think they should have sold. I, they, but like you, like we, you said earlier. There's still people you can go get. Not that I, I've been a person who doesn't like Odell. I don't like that fit in Green Bay, which I don't. Sure. I don't think he's ever going to come here anyways. With being three and three and five, no, anyways. But maybe that will Fuller. You just need. I, th- I think this week this week was a big week for getting everybody revitalized. Sure. Re- look, Romeo Dobbs looked good. Christian Watson looked good with well, the few plays he was in. Sure. And I think the defense picked it up in the second half, and they played out of their minds. I thought they only allowed three points in the second half? Yeah.
0: Because I think at halftime it was 24 to... 24-7? Yeah. So only give up three points the second half, two interceptions... With that as well, I I agree with you on that. Um, I don't know what direction you know, because I went to giving up a second
1: round pick for Chase Claypool. Mm-mm. I and I think we talked about it earlier. I don't think we would have. The only way to get if we if Cooks would have been Brandon Cooks would have been traded. So is, here's
0: here's something with that a caveat to that. So Brandon Cooks um, was a name hotly con- you know thrown around the NFL with a, basically every dead you know deal. But for a team to acquire him, the Houston Texans would have had to eat a lot of his $18 million he's owed next year. That's an $18 million cap hit for next year. Now, that's fine and dandy, and I'm sure they would have loved to work out a deal, I'm sure on their end too. However, the deadline to restructure a deal so it doesn't count would have been yesterday. Mm, okay. So, and I didn't know that right away either. So that's another fit. Um,. A bit surprised, you know, and maybe we'll hear more of it in the next couple of days here, but I probably would have called Denver and seen what, you know, they wanted for Jerry Judy. That's really the only one I would have probably been okay with, like, a second-round pick for. Would you would you want a
1: Jerry Judy, or would you want Cortland Sutton? I no. think you can get Judy a lot easier than you get Sutton. You think? So? I, no, I, and I, I think I, I think, think Sutton would have been easier to get. I than. think
0: Judy fits more in financially, in terms of, you know, he's still on the rookie deal. Um, uh, you get a year and change out of him yet. I, I,
1: I get that. So I, f- I feel like he's, he's been injury prone though too. And I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, I, I get that too. So, I mean, it's not, I, I don't have a great answer. Like I said, and then you know, maybe
1: you could tire us on like DJ Moore, but DJ Moore. I thought like I, I talked earlier, earlier this, this year about Deontay Johnson out of Pittsburgh. But that didn't make – the cap, the Packers were just in a cap. I think their cap constraints had a lot to do with a lot of stuff too.
0: Oh, 100% it did. And that's that's kind of where you, you're you at as an organization where, you know, you can't go too much all-in because you have those cap restraints and, and salary cap hell where, you know, next couple of years probably going to be a little – you either got to get creative or you got to sell on some guys – uh, in some capacity, and and
1: see what happens from there. But Cause, so, you, just hypothetical, you trade Bakhtiari, we'd probably still have to eat a lot of his cap, wouldn't you think? I think we'd have to eat.
0: You have a lot of dead cap. You'd have to, and then you're if, paying somebody who's not going to play for you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Same with, I think Amos. Amos would be because that was one that was thrown around that maybe maybe to get traded. Sam Jones. Yeah. Savage is still on a rookie contract, right? Yes. Because he's... Good. Is he fifth-year option this year, or is it uh, He year? got it exercised for next year. For next year. I believe. But I think... I think you trade Aaron Jones, I think you would have had a lot of upset people in Green Bay.
0: Well, and that's the thing that, I guess, really kind of... Kind of going back to my toxic Packer fans. With Packer fans, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you trade... Mm. If you trade Aaron Jones... Instead of trading for Chase Claypool, for example. Yep. Everyone and their brother is pissed off. He's like, why'd you get rid of our best player? You just had 200 total yards on Sunday night. And, like, you know, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Because mm-hmm. you, you
1: trade them when they're... Put, or they're what do I want to say? The Bill Belichick, you trade them a year too early versus a year too late? No, no, no. You trade them when they're... Peak value? Yeah, the peak value is the highest. You figure he's coming off the back-to-back games of... one hundred. He had 150 yards last week, too. Right. Totally. I mean, back-to-back games of 150-plus yards.
0: No, I agree, and I, I get, you know, if if you were going to go that route, like, now would have been the time. But you have Packer fans who'd be bitching and complaining about that. But, if, you know, when you don't trade him and you say, yep, we're going to kind of just roll with it this year, then you have, well, why didn't you trade him?
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: So, I I don't know. I You can't make Packer fans happy, and... And pack, like I said, just pissed me off a lot too. 3-0, Philadelphia. Alec Boehm. Now, this might, you know, and and granted, you know, we're talking Houston here because of the whole gar- you know, trash cans thing. After Bryce Harper hit his home run, he pulled Alec Bohm back to the dugout because he was on deck, um, and gave
1: him some sort of advice. I think I think he saw something in McCullers tipping pitches.
0: Right. Which is the old-fashioned, the good, the true way to steal signs. <laughs> like, that's the, the actual way to do it. Um, and that's um, the 1,000th 1, 1, total home run in the World Series. Nice. Good for Alec Bowman. Or Bowman. Boom. 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 Bowman's uh, a <laughs> No, bird. yeah, you're thinking. Dude, I am all thinking over thinking with names. I'm having a fucking stroke. <laughs> Jesus, God. Anyway, Alec Bowman, 1,000th MLB total home run in the World Series. But yeah, I, I gotta say whatever, uh, yeah, we whatever. got the closed caption. Whatever Bryce Harper told him worked out pretty
1: well for him. Mm-hmm. So because I think he said something to Castellanos too, and Castellanos put one out, almost put one out, but it was foul. That's right, because he he stopped him real quick,
0: mm-hmm. and they before they after they celebrated, they did their handshake, or whatever. And they said something to him too. So really kind of curious on you know first of all if they say anything and what what McCullers is tipping here. So that'll be interesting to see as this game goes on and, and the series goes on if he does pitch again um, as to what McCullers is doing. Anyway, so ADD for you. Yeah, we're, we're getting distracted by baseball here, guys. Um, <laughs> that's the beauty of podcasting, though, because it's, it's reactionary. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just... I mean, we can talk around it all day, uh, but instead of doing that, let's talk moving forward here Packers Lions this week Packers once again on the road familiar opponent this time though against the Lions three and a half point favorites Lions just traded TJ Hawkinson still got a pretty decent running game with DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams
1: uh bomb in right wide receiver
0: yeah so I guess I'm gonna ask you kind of just first off Sean what are you kind
1: of looking for uh this coming week i'm I'm hoping. For a build off what we actually had Sunday, I think get Dobbs some more catches. I think that's a big thing that we really need to get him. He looked like he had a little bit more confidence mm, Sunday. For sure, and Torrey th- and yeah, I I think and Tor- hopefully Watson if he can go. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And just getting keep keep feeding Aaron Jones. Yeah, I I like that. I mean, he's just.
0: Yeah, I, I I think you said the exact same. You know, keep going with establishing the run because it's working. Mason did a really good job breaking this down. Shout out to Mason uh, talking about you know just the the Packers' run formations have been getting better. Run schemes being being better. Um, I believe the play that he broke down
1: today was averaging nine yards a carry. So some some of the counter runs that they ran where they pulled. I don't know if the, if it, you would consider it pulling. but Pulling the tight end, and then catching that, catching that defensive end coming, coming crashing down, and I think that had a lot, and it sure. opened up a lot of holes absolutely. against a really good defense. So a de- defense that has hasn't allowed that many points this year. I mean, or yards, I should say, and they almost put up what four hundred yards. Yeah, absolutely. Three eighty nine, I think, was the
0: final. And for the pack, I mean, the Packers are going into a, a team that gives up 154 yards on the ground, 276 through the air. So the playbook is there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're a fantasy football person or if you want to play the, the contest, uh, monkey knife fight, Aaron Jones has yeah. almost got to be a lock, if you're asking me. I would think so. I mean, he, he's going to find his way in the end zone this week. Um, I would hope, hope Dobbs would.
1: Yeah, and then probably pick your poison between Swift and Swift, Williams, Williams or St Brown, St Brown. Maybe play two
0: contests. Maybe play two.
1: Maybe, I That's don't the know. Way to do it? <laughs> I don't know, but Or yeah. you, do, do, you do do they do over under for rushing yards for running backs or They no? do
0: have head-to-head matchups cuz it is only the fantasy, so it's not over yep. under,
1: shots, more or less. Oh, more oh, or less. Sorry. These Are the the Sorry. appropriate terms? Sorry, sorry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into this as much as you are. So. Well, I have to
0: be. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, legally speaking, <laughs> gotta cover our ass and their ass. But um, they do have the head to head where you can. Uh, you know, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll take a look at that. Actually, yeah, take speak. a look at it once. Just, um,
0: but you they have a whole bunch of different contests. It doesn't. You don't have to do the touchdown dance one. You can choose if you want to. They do like a sack. I think they call it like, the sack dance or the sack monster or something like that. Oh, really? Where you can pick. You know. Three players, obviously at least one from each team, uh, to get a sack Hmm. or you know however that breaks down. So, couple you know plenty of different contests out there. And there's, I mean, just and that's on a per game basis.
1: Really kind of fun to to look at these bunch of different different things to get everything involved. Spend as much money as you want responsibly. Yeah, responsibly. Is that another one? No, too high, too high. That's out. Oh just out. The nine-hitter. It's out. It's gone. Yeah. Caleb Caleb Marsh? Is I think that so. Name? That is his name.
0: 1001. Yeah.
1: Home oh, run Marsh. The 1001st home run of the World Series history. They had to see some they had to see something here. Yeah, McCullers has got to be tipping. I th- I think I picked it, but I'm not sure. What do you got for us, Sean? I you look at his elbow. He's tucking his elbow. And then on a curveball, his mm-hmm. yeah. curveball or slider.
0: So here's some different contests you can do. So you can do the more or less, which is you can pick the passing yards, um, and you can you. This one isn't like a direct head to head, but you can do Jared Goff more or less 275.5 passing yards, and Aaron Rodgers 240.5 passing yards. They're expecting Goff to have more passing yards than Rodgers. That's the contest. <laughs> Um, You can do a rapid fire, which is where you pick one or the other. Um, So you can pick, okay, who's going to have more passing yards with Aaron Rodgers getting 35.5 yards to kind of handicap it. And then more rushing yards, Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams with Jamal Williams get 25.5 yards kind of to start, which is probably fair. You can do sack attack where you can pick three players uh, to combine for either 2.5, 3.5, or 4.5 sacks. Who'd you pick? I don't think I'd touch that one. Why? I probably I think for the Packers I've got to go Rashawn Gary. Mhm. Uh, I don't know enough about the Detroit
1: defense though. To be honest with you, I don't think I've I think watched you have to game. go Aiden Hutchinson, wouldn't you? That's that's your main guy. Uh, is he even playing? I guess is a question. I've not seen him on here. Oh, so he's out. Okay. He Might be. Yeah. Then I have no idea. That was. My, that's that, like that I, was I said I'm only, not touching that one. That was the only guy I knew from Detroit. So. Jeff
0: Okuda, maybe I've heard that. Oh, no, that that's he's a corner. I know. So I'm saying. Um, the number one option that pulls up is Alex Anzalone
1: well that's a middle linebacker he used to play for Saints uh, Isaiah Bugs. nope haven't heard of that guy Aleem McNeil Juju Hughes
0: nope <laughs> um yeah it gets kinda dicey from there yeah so I probably wouldn't touch that one personally but if, if you're feeling bold by all means um touchdown dance which is always my favorite you've got a couple different uh rapid uh, other rapid fires out there uh you got some different more or less contests out there and then you've got like ones where it's like based on fancy points Mm, okay um so instead of just like the yards but you can pick who's gonna have more fancy points aaron Rodgers or jared goff or you know stuff like that so plenty of different ways to to get involved in that those games put some money in your pocket responsibly of course and legally in MonkeyNightFight.com or the MonkeyNightFight app. So,
1: all in all, I'm hoping I'm hoping for a big game for Out of the Packers this weekend.
0: I really think this has the makings of, like, a uh, like a like a get-right game. You know, you certainly hope so anyway. Everything points to it being one. That said, you got to come out and execute, and we've seen that kind of been a bit of a problem as of late where they're, either the game plan isn't as good or they're just not ready to go execute it, you know, whatever, what have you. Um... So I guess really that's all us left to do for this one and for this week is do the picks. Um, Shauna has her picks in even though she's not joining us for the episode. So I'll read her picks. We're still waiting on Justin and Ramsey's. I'll probably try to get them and if we miss out on them, um, they don't count. Uh, last week, Sean, I had my best week picking all oh, season. Oh, here we go. I am I'm very proud of myself. I had a bounce back week um, where I have brought myself to within a 10 games of 500. <laughs> Coming, I came into the season or came into the week at 45 and 57 and I am now at a very healthy and respectable uh 52 and 62. okay so good week for me um and then you Shauna still has the lead yeah of course uh she g- grew her lead a little bit yeah yeah I, I think I had a bad week. Uh, you you still, I believe, you were positive. You're at 57 and 62 on the year, which I haven't really figured out how that breaks down. Because you have five <laughs> more wins than me, but same amount of losses. But I think there was a week where you didn't pick either. Something, I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. Some, I, had to, I don't remember what I had it was. to write that down. Probably. But anyway, probably something. But. Um, with that said, we'll get into it right away. Thursday Night Football. We'll have all the NFL games and actually five college games this week. because There's six teams up by this week. So, first, we've got Eagles at Texans for Thursday Night Football. Eagles are a 14-point favorite. Whoa. Which makes this one
1: really hard. Yep. Um, would, some it, big spreads this week, by the way. Just I, a little spoiler alert. I was thinking 10 in my head, and I thought 10 would be enough, but 14's a big number. I'm going to go with the Eagles, by the way. Sean also went Eagles. I think yep. I'm going to go Eagles, too. But that but is that fourteen scares me. That a is lot. a
0: scary, scary number.
1: And the Texans all of a sudden can get hot at times.
0: Yeah, Dougie Mills slinging the ball around in the PAFL. Davy
1: Davey Mills and uh, Dougie Mills on the Pat McAfee show. Oh, um, and then Damian Pier- Damian Pierce, right? Is that the rookie yes, running back? Yes. But so
0: all right, then going to the Sunday slate, we've got Packers Lions. Uh, Packers, as I had mentioned, a three and a half point favorite. Shauna's going for the upset. She's picking the Lions to, at the very least, cover. I think Packers win this one big. Three and a half, you said? Three and a half. Which, I mean, technically, if you really want to get into the semantics of it, um, you get three points for being at home, kind of by default. So in reality, it's like a seven point, but it's three and a half.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree with you and go Packers.
0: Now you did get the you did take the Packers last week and they did cover for I
1: did, I did. It was a backdoor cover. Yeah.
0: Still counts. Still counts. (laughs) All right. Chargers, Falcons, three points for the Chargers. Shauna's going with the Falcons.
1: Ooh. I do think Mariota's had a great year this year. I think very quietly a good year. I think he might be the quarterback for Atlanta. And who's their do you know who their coach is? I don't know who their head coach is. Because it's a new coach this year. I know that much. But I can't I can I, th- I think he's he's pointing that team in the right direction.
0: Yeah, they definitely are very surprised like I said, they're first in the division in the NFC South. They are Arthur Smith no, that can't no, be. No, that's right.
1: that's the owner. He's the Home Depot guy. Well, the Wikipedia
0: the the summary is very often. I didn't get to the actual article yet though. Um Piss me off though, find it pretty quick. Uh Chargers, right? Arthur Blank is the owner by the way. Oh Arthur Blank. So maybe it is Arthur Smith. That doesn't sound right though. Does that doesn't it? that doesn't sound right. It is Arthur Smith. According to Google. Yeah, Arthur Smith. Hmm. So yeah, Falcons are surprising some teams this year. Uh first place in the NFC South.
1: I I think I'm gonna have to pick the Chargers though. Yeah. I I, I think I said Chargers too. I th- they're coming off a bye. But Correct. I could I could definitely see the Falcons win in this game, too. Yeah, this is one I would probably stay away from if I was putting
0: money down. Uh, Dolphins-Bears, which this was post-trade deadlines, and you don't probably assume those guys are going to play a whole lot. Dolphins only a five-point favorite in this one. That game in Chicago. Uh, Sean is going Dolphins, as am I.
1: Um, you know what? I'm going to go Bears. I think I think the field's going to have a... It's going to slow down the it's Dolphins It's going to slow down bit. the Dolphins a little bit. With Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. I think it's going to slow them down. I don't know. That's going to be my upset. I okay. Think I might have more upsets. I don't know. <laughs> that's going to be my, my first upset.
0: So I want you to, so Shauna, Secretary Shauna, she does usually take these notes. I'm doing this, so if we can't read them, I mean, we should be able to figure it out. <laughs> but she does put some notes with some of her picks, too. So the next one is Panthers at Bengals. Bengals are a seven-point favorite. Instead of writing down Bengals, she put Joey with hard eyes and a smiley face.
1: Yeah, she also picked the Bengals this last week, and they got rocked by the Browns.
0: True. Seven points is a big spread, but I I think Bengals cover that. I'm going to go Bengals. Panthers. P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. All right. This is a game I don't want anything to do with, if I'm betting. Okay. Because, well, actually, maybe I do. Because Colts at Patriots. Ooh. The Patriots are five-and-a-half-point favorite.
1: Ooh. Uh, Patriots. I think Patriots cover that. So they will... Were... Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. I think they beat them by more than... More than five and a half.
0: See, I I am so back and forth on this.
1: I, th- I think Bailey Zappi is going to play. And I think they're going to.
0: Because I don't think, I mean, I don't think we've seen a, cons- we don't know what the Patriots are this season. No, but they've. Granted, we don't know what the Colts are. I mean, other than Sam Ellinger. Yeah. The... But I, I, have, I have fluctuated on this game. This was, like I said, this is one I'd probably stay away from if I was out gambling. Um, five is a. Big spread though, or five and a half.
1: Um, I, Ramondre Stevenson has been having a big year, and I think he has a big game against the Colts.
0: Yeah, the Colts did fall by one to the Commanders this last week. Uh, Sam Ellinger
1: was. That was the other thing that I seen. Seventeen today. of twenty three. Did you did you see Taylor Heineke he buys and pair of Jordans for every in the team's color that he beats every week. I did not see that. Yes. That's awesome. I s- That's cool. <laughs> I, seen, I seen something about that th- this week. That's cool. I like that. So he got, he you got a, worry, green, green and, a green and yellow pair for beating Green Bay, and I think he got a blue and white one for the Colts.
0: I'm locking it in. I'm taking the Colts in the upset. You're taking the Colts in um, the upset? Shauna's notes on this one. She's also going with the Colts. She says, we love Pat McAfee. So that's her note on that one. All right. Next game, Bills-Jets. I don't even think Pat McAfee likes the Colts right now. (laughs) That's fair. That is a fair point. Uh, God damn it. Um, Bills-Jets in New York. Bills by 13. Ooh. I'm still going Bills. You think you're going Bills-Mafia? I'm going Bills-Mafia. I think they got a little bit of a scare this week. I mean, you know, they still won by double digits. But that game probably should have been closer than it was. They gotta show the Jets who the top dog in the AFC East is. The Jets have been good though. They have been. They've been sneaky good. But I'm giving the Bills to cover that 13, they'll see that number and they be like, "We didn't cover last week. It's time." Yeah. Good teams. Good teams win, Sean. Great teams cover. They didn't cover last week. <laughs> it's time to bounce back. Bounce back game
1: for the Bills. Yeah, I'll agree with you. I'll go Bills. Even though I I don't like that one. I think the Jets give them a run for their money, but... I think that game's close
0: early. I think the Bills are just too fast Yeah. late. I,
1: the Bills are too good. They're, them being able to run that defensive line as much as... In and out as much as they did Sunday was... And keeping everybody fresh for the whole freaking game was insane. All right, next one Minnesota
0: at Washington. Minnesota's a three and a half point favorite. I'm going Minnesota. Shauna's going Minnesota. Taylor Heineke, show. Really? Commanders. I want you to be right. I, I, mean, do I really too. do. But I can either be right or happy on this one. <laughs> and. Especially now
1: that I told you Taylor Heineke buys Jordan. That's <laughs> fucking cool. That's fucking cool. I'm surprised you
0: didn't see anything on that. No, I I'm busy working during the day, man. I don't have time to see that. Don't anymore.
1: don't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> don't lie to me. You're lying <laughs> right right to my face right now. And I can see Shauna's face in the other room here, and I know she's she's thinking the same thing I am. <laughs> All right. Raiders Jags. The
0: Raiders are oh, a one-point favorite. So basically I pick them. Are they going to win, or are they going to tie?
1: Jag. Or are you going with the Jags on the upset? Sean's going with the Jags. I'm going Jags also. Oakland. Er, Oakland. Las Vegas looked horrible. They got shut out. They, yeah, they got shut out by... Devonta Adams had one catch for
0: three yards. Derek Carr had negative points. Who'd they get shut out? The Jets? No. I thought the Saints. Oh, the Saints. That's right. Yeah. Give me, uh, Give me the Jags to cover yeah. this one. That said, I mean, they've been so inconsistent, they're probably going to win that one.
1: But but Travis Etienne, Travis Etienne being the feature back no he's been... just the pr- You know what's going to be the difference and, here, and Sean? I, and I thank you for trading me, Travis Etienne. I
0: thank you for trading me, Aaron Jones.
1: Yeah, I got... You j- got Jamar Chase, and, you know, he's a little
0: banged up right so, now,
1: Sean. But he didn't go at IR, so I'm thinking, thinking he's been three weeks. Three weeks. They got by, by week 10, I think... I think he comes back, which that'll put me right in the... Hopefully I'm in the playoffs, and that'll put me as... I'll get, be getting my number one receiver back for the playoffs, so... Well,
0: you know, while we're talking fancy football action, this is the root for Wisconsin League. You know who's having a very good year right now? Yours truly at 5-3 and three. after starting 0-3. <laughs> five straight for Mish Fish. I, I seen that today. I'm like, how,
1: do, how the heck is he 5-3? and three?
0: one game back of Ramsey. He lost this last week. And no. he talked about, you know, how he's running train on everybody in our our podcast, but he got knocked off this week. Shauna leading the way in her her division. She pulled away from Mark. Mark lost this last week too. No. So he's at 5 and 3. And really all you scrubs after after that, man. Three-way tie for third place in our division. That's that playoff, that last playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Tie I between Tyson, Sean, and Justin Dahl
1: at 4-4. I'm, I'm the sneaky guy getting... I'm the sixth seed in the playoff bracket right now, if you go, go and look at that. So... so,
0: Yeah, that playoff keep, bracket... Keep,
1: keep a hot streak
0: coming, and we'll see what happens. Right now, as of right now, it'd be uh, only Ram 5, so Ramsey and Sean are getting the first round by... Then at the three versus six would be Mark versus Sean. And then uh, Kamish Fish versus Tyson in in the uh, four or five matchup. So, which, which doesn't
1: make any sense because in one of our other leagues, Mark has like the same exact team. Almost the same exact team. And he's, he's one in seven. Yeah. I beat him in that
0: last <laughs> week too. Back, I played Mark in both leagues. My little brother. And I showed him who the big brother was. Both games, I think 40-plus point wins. So. Yeah. Good week for me in fantasy. I went three and all this last week, but anyway, I went anyway. four and all in my leagues. Yeah, the, that, past,
1: the past two weeks actually. So
0: that that West Division, aside from Sean and Mark, is very, very blah. Mm-hmm. Tony Tonator is falling apart. He's at four and four, but he's lost two straight, if not more. Can you dig it, David Moeller, He's at three and five. Jordan Fifield kind of trying to do anything he can to stick. He's at three and five.
1: He's got a good team though. He does. He's the one that beat Ramsey this week.
0: And then Kittles and Bits has gone from a first place projected team to like a last place projected team. Rough string of, of injuries for his team at Jordan Fields out in Ohio, but yep. man, his whole team's basically empty too.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't know what's going on with him, but So rough year for him in basketball, but good for us I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: But, um anyway. Back to actual yeah, football. Back back to picks. Back to actual football. Um. Uh, We've got the Seahawks, the a- or the NFC West leading Seattle Seahawks, travel to the desert to play Arizona Cardinals, and the Cardinals are a two point favorite. Shauna's going with the Cardinals. She's going Cardinals. I'm also going Arizona. I think with them getting like Hopkins back and kind of getting.
1: Yeah, but you gotta remember, there's like a the new Call of Duty came out. Ah, uh, so yeah, Kyler Kyler's and you already you already anymore. wrote it down, so you can't change it. So I'm going Seattle.
0: Did you see, uh, I can't remember who, I saw this on TikTok last week, but there's, I want to say, I think actually was Naheem Hines. He bought a PlayStation and an Xbox, but never plays it. He only goes on to. No, it's Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, thank you. Only goes on to see which of his teammates are up late gaming instead of watching film. Yep, it was Nick Chubb. Thank you. Which he had a huge game last night too. Um, Next game. Rams at Bucks. probably. I believe that's America's game of the week. Rams on the road, traveling to Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay's a three point
1: favorite, though. And I'm going with the Rams in the upset. Think so? Yeah. Why do you say that? Rams have sucked this year.
0: They have, <laughs> and- but still so have the Bucks. And I, I don't buy the Bucks at all. I mean, two straight, ugly losses. The, the ugly loss, granted, they do have the coming off the mini buy. Uh, playing Thursday night football against uh, Baltimore, but they have not looked any bit cohesive. No. Um, where at least the Rams, I mean, they're not scoring as much, and they're kind of they're stalling on drives, but the yards are there. You think? They're just not putting the ball in the end zone. Is Cooper Cup playing? Cause I, I, believe I know he got so. injured.
1: He got injured on Sunday.
0: I believe that he is a go. Um, but I just I just don't see Tampa Bay. Uh, McVeigh said today he expects him to play. Okay. Uh, I just don't see Minnesota, or Tampa Bay. They've looked so stagnant, and and you know the loss to Carolina was ugly. I know Ramsey put them in the top ten in his power rankings on our Facebook page. That's a different conversation. Yeah, that's that's a conversation we have to have when he's here. But I I just don't believe in the the buccaneers in any
1: capacity till i see it i can see it with the rams like it's there it's like the same thing you see with the packers i i think i think they're kind of almost the same team
0: yeah the talent well i'd say the rams have more talent yeah the, the rams there. have more talent but whereas i mean the bucks are kind of in that same category too mm-hmm. they have a lot of talent they who albeit they were injured but they just haven't performed with the talent they have no and They've done less with more talent than Green Bay has, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm buying on the Rams on this one. I think they upset technically uh, the Bucks. Yeah, I kind of yeah. might have to go make a trip and, and put some money down on that one because I'd that's a if you're if you're a betting man out there, which one to go? She went with the Rams as well. Okay,
1: okay. You know you know what? I'm gonna go Bucks. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Fair enough. I'm going opposite Shauna. Trying trying to trying try to gain some ground. Either I'm gonna gain ground or I'm gonna lose ground. <laughs> what are well, I I think I've
0: picked with Shauna a lot this week. She seems to know her stuff, so <laughs> I'm just trying to get above five hundred.
1: <laughs> All I want to do is get above five hundred.
0: Alright, next game, Titans at Chiefs. This is Sunday night football, the right? Sunday night football. Chiefs are a half point favorite. Ooh. And Shauna's going with the Titans to cover. I'm kind of leaning that way too. I, I I'm not in position to make up ground on her yet. Um, and I don't wanna do. I, do I even have a game where I've picked against her yet? <laughs> I've got a couple. Okay, <laughs> feel good about that. I'm going Titans. Who I think the Titans will cover. I don't. If they were, if I was betting money line on this, I wouldn't bet that way. But if I'm betting just on on spread here. Twelve and a half's a lot. I think Titans are going to come out and run the ball, and have you know try to possess the ball longer, slower drives.
1: And I don't. I think Tannehill kind of questionable to play.
0: I believe so. So, so I mean, they're going to lean on Derrick Henry even
1: more. Yeah, even more. So you got to load the box even more than you normally would. Give me the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs. The Chiefs get. Chiefs cover the twelve Chiefs, and a half. Yeah, Chiefs cover the twelve a, and a half. That's a lot for that. It's, it's a lot, but that that offense is so good. That Chiefs offense is so good. All right, and
0: then Monday Night Football. We've got Ravens Saints. The Ravens are a three point favorite at on the road. Shauna's going Ravens. I think I'm going to pick the Saints
1: to cover that. I don't love this pick. No. I was, but I was thinking that thinking that same thing. But I. think... I'm going Lamar. I'm going Ravens. All right, so that's
0: our NFL slate. Now we get, we got five college games this week. Um, now we are still at large, obviously, in the World Series. That is to be determined here yet. Yep. Um, so we had a couple less games picked last week, but we've got college action, Maryland at Wisconsin. Badgers are a five-point favorite. And I, I don't know why, but the new offense seems to be working. I'm going Badgers. Yeah, I agree with you. I'll go Badgers also. All right. Now, Sean, I know nothing about either one of these two teams. You know how I always like to pick our favorite yep, right, one? Yep. Uh, we've got University of Texas, San Antonio, UTSA
1: versus UAB.
0: University the Dragons.
1: Of Birmingham. <laughs> That's the only. I remember that because that was a team I always picked to play for, for like franchise or um creative players or something like that. And UTSA
0: is a one-point favorite. Shauna's going UAB with the Dragons. Of course
1: she is. She takes my picks all the time. So I'm going UAB also. I'm gonna go with the favorite on the road, hostile environment. I'm right. Not, well, I'm not sure. I'm
0: not sure no. about that. I'm I don't, I, so. I don't know. You're going UAB? Yeah, I'm going UAB. I'll go UTSA. All right. Now the next games. There's two more probably good games and then there's one that's gonna be just fun to pick so the number one game one versus two or two versus one technically the tennessee volunteers who are number one seed in the new college football the first college football playoff that came out today uh traveling to georgia to take Ooh. on the bulldogs and the georgia bulldogs are an eight and a half point favorite
1: Georgia's the favorite
0: I'm going with the volunteers.
1: Yeah, I'm going. We. I'm going to volunteers. Also, Shauna's also riding the Vols. Oh, okay. Yeah, never mind. If I wouldn't known that. I probably would have won Georgia.
0: <laughs> I I have loved watching tennis yeah, this year. They been, are so much fun. And granted, with that game being in Georgia, that's a little bit. Ew, mm-hmm. but give me the Vols until yep. until I see some somebody knock off the Vols.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: I'm go- I'm riding them all the way. All right. Staying in the SEC, we've got Bama versus LSU. That game in Baton Rouge. Bama's a 13.5 point favorite over the Tigers. Shauna's going with Bama. LSU ranked? I believe they were. I believe they're a lower ranked team. I think they're 21. Mm. I'm not 100%. I know that they're ranked because that's why I picked this one. Okay. Um, but as to where they are ranked, they are... They are number ten actually. Six versus oh, ten. <laughs> Seven and one Bama versus six and two LSU.
1: Ooh, they're 13 and a half is a lot. They're
0: at home too. That's at home too. I'm going to LSU to cover that.
1: Bama. Can't pick against Bama. I don't know.
0: You can. I did earlier. Yeah, I know. He's Tennessee. I know you did.
1: You were the only one that picked Tennessee. I, I think. think Justin did. Oh, Justin did too. But he also did that later. So yeah, I know.
0: I didn't. I didn't pick. All right, and last game of the week in the Big Ten, Ohio State versus Northwestern. Oh, guess the spread on this, Sean. Thirty-five. Thirty-eight. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Shauna picked Northwest. I think Ohio State. I, I can't pick against Ohio State to not cover this because I think Wisconsin covered this when they played. Yeah, but was Wisconsin that much? I'm pretty sure that was like a 44-6 to game. Was it that much? Let me let me go we, back and look at the Badgers the, here. The, but... only,
1: the only reason that I don't think they cover is they don't play their starters in the second half, which has been the way Ohio State has played all year.
0: I still think their number twos are better than the yeah, number one. True, or true. Northwestern.
1: No, but. Wisconsin
0: won by forty-two to seven, so that was a thirty-five point yeah. difference. So, yeah. Ohio. Plus, we're getting to playoff t- like ranking time. I think Ohio State's got to kind of, yep. sure it up a little bit. And I agree with you. Let's go Ohio State. Get a little, get pretty while getting making these games even uglier. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, you know, while we're talking about it, like I said, the rankings did come out. Your top four, Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, and Clemson in the first four. With your five and six, Bama was a six. And number five, I'm going to guess, was Michigan. Oh, okay.
1: So and Tennessee,
0: six, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, Alabama is your top 6 Sixteen playoff, right? It's four. It's
1: four-team playoff.
0: But, so your first two out, Michigan and Alabama.
1: Which makes sense. You know, Mich Michigan's strength of schedule is terrible, but
0: right, they
1: haven't played anybody
0: good. But they've covered all those games too, or I, most of those too, because we've had them I, on here a lot.
1: I understand that, but uh, still, you're not you, you put them in the SEC. I think I think they're they still they probably got two losses. You think so? I think so. I don't think Michigan's that great. Hmm. Well, they've got
0: Rutgers this week. Uh, they are a 26-point favorite in that one. <laughs> uh, Michigan, as we just talked, or Ohio State, as we just talked, is a 38-point favorite. Not a whole lot of projected close games in the Big Ten this week. Illinois is a 16-point favorite over Michigan State. Purdue is a 14-point favorite over Indiana. Uh, the only single-digit game, or besides Wisconsin, which we talked about earlier. Yep. Um, Iowa versus Purdue, with Purdue being a 4.5-point favorite. Minnesota is a 16 point favorite over Nebraska for your Big Ten action this weekend. So that's our picks. Uh, like I said, we'll to try to get Ramsey's and Shawna's here later. Justin's. And Ju- or yes, Justin's. <laughs> I'm awful names I might be having a stroke. I don't smell any burnt toast, but there's a
1: possibility I'm having a stroke. It, it, not impossible. All right. Um, our, our, our nurse isn't here tonight, so. Yeah, this is not good. probably not a good thing. <laughs>
0: Uh, Alright Sean So a couple other Just finishing notes here We gotta go Closing time With our bar of the week You got one
1: Um the Steel Moose Steel, Steel Moose the Tell Steel, us about it Steel Moose Just Just out of Okina Falls On 22 Um Just a little Little bar Run Run Steph Steph's the owner She's a very nice lady um very good food we go there every Friday for lunch lunch at work with the guys um, good drink specials uh they usually every I think the first or second Friday of every month they got a lot or they got a crab leg special that you can get and it's fairly expensive because crab legs are expensive but you gotta sign up sign up for that and they usually always have some, it's very very good atmosphere. Big buck contest going to be starting starting here, and they usually do a gun a day giveaway for every week uh, or the week of deer season. All right. Which you go you go in there, and every drink you buy, you get a ticket to put in the bucket, and you got to be there for seven o'clock when they draw it, and then they also have a little punch board of prizes all on the walls that you can five dollars a punch, and you get. Or you can win prizes. All
0: right, so to fill in the Google review, 4.4 stars on Google. Uh, 200 plus reviews, 4.25 on Facebook. The some of the reviews, uh, I go here regularly, five star review. For Matt, I go here regularly. Sunday chicken dinners, delicious, burgers are great. Soup selection usually four plus different kinds. Friday Fish Fry is great with plenty of food. Once a month, they have the all-you-can-eat crab, which is great. Also great. Highly recommend stopping, and check them out. Always friendly, great service and food.
1: And they got good old-fashioned too. They make them in a, They actually hand-muddle their old fashions which is, makes it so much better. Nice. Which have you ever had? Have you ever had a hand-muddled old-fashioned? Yeah. Uh, with the fruit, oh, mm-hmm. with the cherry, orange, sugar cube, maple syrup. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's that's the way to go. I actually had a really good old-fashioned
0: uh, down show book, and we'll talk about that one next week, I think. Oh, okay. That kind of blank. But I wanted to give you the, sure. the spotlight I here. I don't care. A um, couple other five-star reviews. This is a really good one from Erica. This is like a small hidden gem. Someone let me know about the secret all-you-can-eat crab legs, and we were amazed. Delicious food, nice salad bar, and a relaxed environment. I love that it was like a local country bar with fantastic food. Uh, so plenty of great reviews. Obviously, some people not too thrilled about their experience.
1: That's just the way people are. Yep. Oh, so... And they actually have a Burger, which is actually named after me.
0: Well, why did you I, that have off? I, have I ever told I've you I've heard this? about
1: this, but our audience is not. So tell us about the Burger. So, well, two or three years, no, probably five years ago, I used to always go there, and I used to always get a mushroom and Swiss with jalapeno poppers. It was my go-to for lunch. All of a sudden, one day, Steph said, I got, a, I got a surprise for you next week. And she came out. It was a... It was a... Two half pound patties with cheese, jalapenos, and mushrooms in between the patties. On um, yeah, it's it's, oh, it's so good.
0: Is this actually on the menu?
1: It's actually on the menu. Huh. I don't right. know if they have an updated menu, but yes, I've been there and I've seen it on the menu. I'll
0: have to go there and get a Shawn
1: burger. I would. I would. That sounds delicious. It it's very good. If you like if you like the
0: mushrooms and the jalapenos. I'm going to their website right now, just because I'm curious if it's on there. should be on their Facebook page. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm curious. Steel Moose Barn Girl, Connell Falls. Let's see. I cannot... i trying to find their menu here.
1: Some some places
0: have it, some, people's, yeah, no places, some places don't. Yeah, some places don't. Steel Moose Menu. Oh, here we go.
1: Burger Sandwiches. Yep, there it is. <laughs> the Sean Burger. What's what's the description say? I don't even, I guess it says. Got to make it a little bit bigger. <laughs> it's on the bottom of the page.
0: Oh. But the Sean Burger is, I think it's a two third pound burger no, filled third, with.
1: Third pound burgers, that's right.
0: Filled with mushrooms, Swiss and jalapeno topped with more mushrooms than Swiss. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Sean steel moose, check it out.
1: Yeah, it's very good, very good. I wonder how many people order that. Oh, she says it doesn't do too bad. That's good. I didn't want it named after me, but they said they had to name it after me. So that's an that's an accomplishment, right? I'm gonna have to go up there this weekend. I'm planning on coming up north next week,
0: this weekend. So maybe mm-hmm. have to go check out a Sean Maybe I'll do that Saturday night. What are you doing Saturday night? We're going to Monaco what the fuck (laughs) all right before we wrap up here i gotta talk about what we always do and what we are rooting for in the upcoming week i kind of teased it just now i'm going uh put my deer stand out the other night um and i'm very excited to finally get out deer hunting it's long overdue for me um very excited to kind of get out and finally get back in the woods for the year and have some time you know nice and quiet time and and hopefully knock down a deer or if not, just getting nice to get out in the woods and kinda be one with nature, yep. or whatever. Play my phone for a while, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of what it is now. Um but deer stand is out. I'm ready to go for the, the bow hunting season and the gun season.
1: So I should buy my buy my hunting license.
0: Really? I yeah, should get on that. I really should.
1: What's your uh, what do you got on the docket? What are you rooting for this weekend? Uh, just a trip to Monaco. We're going up to Monaco with Mark and Hannah and, and Carolyn. The four of us, we're going to Christmas some Christmas market up there and doing a little bit of hiking again. Nice. Got a hotel for set. We're just going Saturday night.
0: Nice. Very so. nice. Should be fun. And then just one more quick roof. I know Ramsey. I'll take his for the weekend. He's heading out to Phoenix for the championship four. So shout out Ty Majeski. Hope he gets business done. In the truck race. Um, I can't remember who's all in the final four for the Nationwide or Xfinity race or whatever it is now. And then uh, Championship Four: Chastain, Chase Elliott, Christopher Bell, and Joey Logano, Logano for the the NASCAR series. So really interesting week. Final weekend of the regular season for not the regular season, the season for NASCAR. And as always, the World Series going on, and hopefully a Packers dub to wrap up the weekend. That's episode 94 for Sean, for Shauna, Justin, Rams who aren't here. I'm Eric Biggie, producer signing off.
1: We're out. See ya. Bye.